Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome to the post-NXT after-party here on the Fightful YouTube. I'm your host, uh, Alex Pulaski, and with me, as always, is the the Sour Graps lady herself, Kate Hensler. How are you, Kate? Well, I'm okay. I think it's kind of messed up that you didn't immediately wish me a happy birthday as the wild child of the 80s. And now, I don't know if we can even coexist, Alex. It's true. We can't even coexist. How are uh, we going to coexist? I don't know. I guess we'll find out whether or not we can coexist. Right. In this well, well, we'll have to find out. I mean, we'll we'll start out saying we're, we plan on coexisting. Yes, and you then and I. After the first commercial break in the match, there'll be tension after a misunderstanding yeah. and then we'll like did did you mean to hit me on purpose or was that just accidental and then we'll look at each other like we don't like each other can we coexist we were not we're not sure anyway this podcast episode is ending in a schoolboy disqualification <laughs> hey ah <laughs> uh... And and as a result of our not being able to coexist and one of us being rolled up and, and losing the match, the consequences of that will be nothing. Like it won't it won't <laughs> adversely affect us in any way. The I mean, you and I need to coexist because we work together and we need to have more episodes of this. But if we had like right. a one-time podcast hosting tag team and we didn't really like each other otherwise, I don't see why we would need to coexist. I mean, Denise and Sean can barely coexist. That's, that's uh, true. So they're they're hanging that's, out by a thread. But you know what? True. I don't think I would coexist with anyone if I had to talk about Raw right after I watched Raw. There's no way I would be able to coexist with a single person on this planet. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, uh, I'm, we're letting some people trickle in before we get into things. But 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 as always, please like, subscribe if you haven't. 
hit the yeah, hit the like button, tap the bell for notifications after you subscribe, so you always know when we're streaming. Um, which is fairly usual on a regular schedule, but still, still. just in case we throw something crazy at you, you'll know when we're streaming, and then you can tune in. Uh, also, go to Fightful Select, subscribe uh, there because that's the best way to support us. Other than super chats. Um, which is a great way of doing that. You can go down to the bottom of the YouTube thing and hit click the little dollar sign and you can write a super chat like Sean Blanford, uh, who says, um, Bongiorno, Alec Kalex. I'm not sure if I'll make it the full three hours tonight since I have an interview for a promotion at my job tomorrow. But here's a bit of fun money to save up for Halloween Havoc. Hey, Gabagool. Listen, people, we love how much you love us and love staying up all night with us yakking about a show that isn't really all that good alex alex they're not staying up and yakking they're coexisting <laughs> with us please right. get it they're right. coexisting with us we're so thankful to those of you who coexist we love the fact that you guys are here but please if you need sleep before a big interview tomorrow I would I would hate it if you went into the interview just yawning because you were up till 3 a.m <sighs> listening to us talk about this stuff but please, we love having you here. It's 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 the best. Know what I would love? If he listened to this and fell asleep and through osmosis, like went to his interview as Tony D'Angelo, like yes. the voice like crept into his head. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. That would be very good. That would be very good. <laughs> um, so uh JK Schwal sends a super chat. Thank you, JK Schwal. Just got my re refund from Brewers playoff deposit. Yikes. So here's some cash. Kate's right. Baseball sucks, but also is the best. Alex, that is um, the thing with baseball. <laughs> what does Tony D'Angelo think of the defending champs, uh, our Bucks outlook this year? Uh, well, uh, Tony D'Angelo uh, would say, hey, listen, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Mil Milwaukee Bucks. What is that personally? Because I grew up in Chicago and also New York and also Philly. I'm a big fan of the Bull Nick Sixes. And I really love that team very much. And I'm I I got I got uh, I got courtside seats because my dad, he knows a guy who knows a guy who also knows a guy who had a guy killed by my dad. So we get nice seats up front. And I'll tell you what, I like the Bucks. I got that, I like that guy Giannis. I think he's a very good player. Uh, I don't know anybody else on the team, but I, I think I think I think the Knicks Sixes, Bulls Six and Knicks, I think they got them this year. Who play in the windy apple of in brotherly love? The windy, the windy brotherly apple. <laughs> Chicago York Philly. Hey! Chicago York Philly. Yay! Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 for those of you who don't know, somehow I don't know why you're all here unless you know this. Uh, like you would know this because you've been watching the show. I'm a jukebox for crazy voices, so you could send in things and ask me to say things, and and then I'll 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 say the I'll say the things that you want me to say in the voice you want me to say them in within reason. If you send in the super chat, so That's thank you, J.K. Schwal. Um, uh, <clears throat> Matt Reichel, uh sends yeah. super chat says, uh, "Watch the Bucks destroy the Nets." Giannis is a goat. Now I'm here for Team Kalex. Enjoy the cruise, Bestie Kate. Yeah, you're going. You're going on on the Jared cruise. Uh, I am going on the Jared cruise. And Alex, I'm gonna take so much footage 
of old dad rock star Jericho and bring it back just for you, pal. <laughs> I, I, please get me a picture of him, like passed out drunk on margaritas on a, in a chaise lounge, just like just just paunchy and 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 sunburned. Please, just I I need it. It's possible. My actual goal is Peter Avalon's going to be on it. And he's just like, I just love Peter Avalon. And I found out that he loves mojitos and there's mojito bar. So I want to buy him with my open drink free package that's included. I want to buy Peter Avalon a mojito. (laughs) That's the shoot goal. (laughs) So really you want to get a mojito for free and hand it to him and hope he drinks it. Kayfabe, bro. (laughs) Kayfabe. Kayfabe, bro. Yeah, agreed. Ryan Sullivan, Ryan Sullivan asks, can Kate and Alex coexist? I think we've proven on many times. The answer is yes. No, you have to stay up for three hours to find <laughs> to, out. To find out, because you never know. And it could, it could all fall apart. If you can't stay up for three hours, you have to go to Fightful Select and subscribe. And in the $5 tier, Sean will get an exclusive on this. So there's also legit like a ton of contract news coming down the pike. So you should go to Fightful yes. Select and subscribe. Because yes. it's where all the contract news lives. Yes. Um, uh, Elise Roselle says, has a nice super chat saying, just stopping by to wish Kate a safe and fun Jera cruise. And don't forget to be weird to the other boats once you're in port. <laughs> it's tradition. So I went last year with Elise, who just super chatted. Uh, she was such a trooper. She's like four foot eight, too. So we had to like... There was a lot of, we had to find sight lines where we could actually see the ring. She's awesome. And we would just yell at other boats when we were docked, especially when the Disney cruise was right by. It was real, real fun. Cause they were like, you could tell the people on the other boats were like, is that, is there wrestling happening on that boat? And so we just harassed them as you do. As you were heels. Yeah. And we couldn't coexist guys. The boats can't coexist in the same port. <laughs> Boats are notorious for not being able to coexist with each other. It's so true. Yeah, yeah, not, not yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Not great. Um, um, uh, Joey Bag of Donuts uh, sends a super chat saying the Kalex Mega Powers collide. Oscar Villanueva. That's true. We do, but we have to like shake our hands really. Yeah. I immediately made you Hulk Hogan because I hate him. <laughs> no, no, you no. Neither one of that. That's gonna be how we don't coexist. Both of us are Macho Man. You can be heel Macho Man, and well, I'll be face. Well, no, I guess I'm the heel. We'll have to. We'll have to have a match to determine who spins the wheel and sees which one of us gets to be Macho Man in the Mega Powers. A gimmick because, on a wheel on a pole match. A gimmick the, on a wheel on a pole the match. The wheel is on a pole. The, the spinny thing is a game of chance. So we have to fight to see who uses the game of chance to get the thing they want. Because that makes sense. We'll talk about that later. Um, Oscar Villanueva says that Hope uh, Hope Kate enjoys listening to Judas 24-7. That song will become the Judas in my mind by the end of the cruise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's very good. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, speaking of, of the jukebox, the, the, there was, I don't remember who this was. Beep, 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 beep. Somebody asked me last week to do the Scott Steiner math promo. 
as Tony D'Angelo. Um, and, and I said, I'm not going to try and find that here and make sure I got it in a font I can read because sometimes they're all over the place, like super small and I can't read it. So I said, I promise I will, I will do it next time. And here it is just for you because I love you people so much. You um, people. You he loves people. So much. Um, I'm going to do the Scott Steiner, famous Scott Steiner math promo. Um, as Tony D'Angelo, here we go. You know, they say that all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally, if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a 50 50 chance of winning. But I am a genetic freak and I am not normal. So you got a 25 at best chance at beating me. But then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three way at sacrifice, you got a 33 <laughs> and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. You understand? So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and one third chance of winning a sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents. I got a 141 and two-thirds chance of winning a sacrifice. You see, Joe, the numbers, they do not lie, my friend, and they spell disaster for you as sacrifice. Forget about it. Gabagool. <laughs> it really is. It really is one of the best promos ever written. You can tell. And it's so relevant today because the 50-50 chance at winning thing has never been more true in WWE booking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so we're going to talk about what happened along the way. And we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll read your super chats as keep sending them in. We'll keep reading them. Uh, I'll keep doing your jukebox question, like the things. Um, and, and then, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe this one won't go, uh, three hours. Maybe it'll go five hours. <laughs> we don't so know. Cute. We don't know. We honestly don't know. Um, so, um, so we started the night in NXT. Um, uh, with a melobration, uh, where Carmelo comes out and he's got Trick Williams with him, and they're wearing their Letterman's jackets, which is so cute. I didn't realize they were still in high school, but well, uh, they might be going to Chase University for all we know. But they're, they're they're both on the debate team. You can tell because of their or, oration skills. Um, they they lettered in debate, uh, and and they uh they're talk talking about how great Carmelo is and he he is he is very he's very very good um but i know you have a um um a thing about how they're presenting him they're saying that he is now the a champion uh he's got he's he's got the a the a belt or whatever it is not the b belt uh, B belt, of course, is like B is for belt. A is for belt. I'm not really sure. I'm sure. Um, but if that's if that's so, why didn't they have him challenge for the for the for the actual big belt? Kate, do you under do you understand this? Because I don't. Sure don't. I think what they're trying to say is that uh, no matter what belt is in Carmelo's hands, that's the most important belt on the show. 
that's what they're trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. That is just not how professional wrestling works. There's a whole tier of parts of the world that they're named after with these belts that tell you how important they are based on their ratio to the rest of the world. So <laughs> I don't know why this was the move. And it's it's just, you know what? Now the world championship is not the most important belt on the show is a ridiculous claim to make because whether it's Breakaker or Ciampa, they're going to be a bigger star holding that belt by the end of Halloween Havoc. So it just, I get what they're going for. It's like, what I'm doing is the most important thing, right? And I mm-hmm. I really believe in Carmelo Hayes. I think he's an absolute star. He's great. I, I, I don't hate Trick Williams. I I don't understand why I would like to see. I would like to see him wrestle more. Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think Carmelo Hayes needs a mouthpiece. I complain about this on AEW all the time with Lambert and... Uh, yeah. And two of the best promos in AEW being strapped to someone who's not as good at promos as they are, but they, they're working together. Just they're coexisting just fine. <laughs> um, but it it just makes no sense if you are like the cockiest guy in the company, why you wouldn't go for the most important belt. I appreciate that they're making an effort to justify it, but it just falls so short in doing so. It makes, it doesn't work. It makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. Um, and they still didn't acknowledge the fact that it was uh, an at-a-glance money-in-the-bank cash-in situation. Like, no acknowledgement of the fact that you just signed we, a contract and that you don't set a match for the title. We desperately <laughs> need William Regal yeah. back back on Bad. screen. Like, I, I, I just I just need him to, to be a guy who explains things like this. Like, there that... I mean, we've only had one breakout tournament before. Okay, uh, and uh, ACH Jordan Miles at the time won it, and then came out and said, "Adam Cole, the top guy in the company, I want a shot at your champion, at your title next week." And then that was it. Like I guess that could have been the babyface doing the money in the bank thing, where like I'm calling my shot, I want you, but because I'm a babyface. I'm going to face you at a later date and you get to prepare for it as opposed to the heel who sneaks up on somebody. But because we've only had the one cash cash in before, I, I, I guess I assumed it was a call your shot. You get your match at a later date thing. And that was the only way of doing it. And they never really explained otherwise. So maybe that's on me for just assuming. And you know what happens when you assume Kate. You make an ass out of Uma Thurman. But <laughs> to your point, we shouldn't have had to have wondered what the rules were. That's true. They should true. have told us what the rules were. I was also thinking about this uh, going for the lesser title thing. Yeah. And part of the problem is I think that he's a heel because I was thinking about how, like, I'm not the biggest. People love The Miz, I guess, like a lot. And I think he's fine. Uh, he's I'm not like a Miz stand, but when he would do promos talking about how important the belt that he was winning constantly was, it really worked because he would just talk about how important that belt was, not about how important it was in relation to other belts. So he would talk about that. This was Dusty's belt, like the the previous title holders and stuff, like talking about the significance of that belt in the context of the programming, but not playing this comparison game. So that is a big part of why this didn't work for me either was just that like, 
he's a heel and not speaking to the importance of the belt. And instead he's like, now this is the most important belt. And it's like, well, go on. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it the most important belt? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the, the Miz, I, I, I'm, I've, I've, I've grown very tired of the Miz. He can, he can go play Danny Zuko or the, the genie from Aladdin for as long as he wants. I hope he stays on dancing with the stars forever. Cause I've just so done with this incarnation of him. Um, but at the time, like five years ago, summer of 2016, him cutting promos on Daniel Bryan on the only good version of Talking Smack that ever existed, I was a huge fan of his. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I understand like the, there's ebbs and flows, but like Carmelo Hayes, like I, I immediately picked pegged him. Like when he showed up and was like, Adam Cole, I'd like to fight you. Kushida, I'd like to fight you. I was like, well, I don't know who this guy is yet, but I'm really interested in in this guy because sure. he's calling the shots. Uh, and I, I, I think that's, I think that's good. And we'll see where this goes, um, where it's going now, apparently is Johnny Gargano comes out. And I was like, I honestly thought Johnny Gargano was never going to appear on NXT television ever again. Yeah, I thought he was just going to be, have like a soft write-off and we'd never see him until his contract expires in the beginning of next year. Um, but I like the way he came out. Like, He's 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 walking that fine line. He's almost Johnny wrestling again, uh, and I like that he says, "Listen, Indy's off doing her own thing. Austin's on Raw. Candice is home pregnant, and I really don't know what I want to do except for maybe I want to get back that title that I've won more than anybody else." Um, and then uh, they make some stupid sexist thing of like, "You got to worry about your daughter," and I was like, "Didn't." Didn't Johnny Gargano say in the in the baby in the in the gender reveal thing that like that he's they're having a boy? What daughter? Oh, they're talking about Indy. Well, no, that's that's a that's a gag within the way of them being their surrogate adopted son and daughter. Yeah. Obviously, that that's not true. Trick Williams believes with his whole heart that Indy Hartwell is Johnny Gargano's offspring, and I I think that's adorable, but it's definitely not true. Well, the um, physical resemblance is uncanny. You got to give that so to true. him. It's so true. Uh, also, the the accents they're so similar. So similar. So she grew up in Cleveland, just like Johnny. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but he says uh, your daughter has been all up in his DMs, Carmela's Carmelo's DMs, and like, oh, oh, no, that's not that's not a true thing in any in any way. It's such a weird thing to be like, hey, man. Your daughter, who's not actually your daughter, is a fake slut. Ha ha! Like, Here's I don't even what know what happened. that is. I know what happened, though. Okay. Vince just found out the phrase slide up in DMs. <laughs> That's what happened. He just learned what it means to slide into someone's DMs. And he thinks it's the greatest thing ever yep. and doesn't realize it's like 100 years old. I just also didn't like that because it had nothing to do... Nothing to do with anything. With the, anything? Like with the belts? Nothing to do with building the, the, a feud? Like it wasn't they don't like, have a stable to go against as, them? Like I just... As I know. said last week, I mean, I, I I pitched it being Zion Quinn, but you could easily have somebody like Trick Williams say, Johnny, you're a joke now. Like my generation of the people who, who came here, we came here to wrestle you, Johnny Wrestling. That ain't you anymore. Now you're a joke. You know, that's that feels like the beginning of a feud saying your fake daughter is a fake slut is like 
it's it's not even just low-hanging fruit. It's like a tree on the other side of the orchard. Like, what are we doing? Like, it has nothing to do with anything. It just, nothing. I don't know what, I don't know what that was. Um, but he's like, uh, oh, you're my daughter, huh? Like, I like the way Johnny Gargano was like, yeah. you're really stupid. Um, my daughter, well, you know, look behind me is my son-in-law. And so uh, Loomis and, and Johnny run him off and then end up keeping the title belt. And I guess we'll talk about this now. Uh, apparently they kept the title belt. And so Mello and Trick Williams are in the locker room looking for stuff and they go through all the lockers and they find lots of, um, of, uh, Ikman Jiro's, uh, jackets. And then they, they find one that appears to be glowing and they open it up and it's got all kinds of spooky Halloween props in it and, and a note. And I did appreciate this. I'm like, okay, Trick Williams. I'm now I'm interested in seeing what you can do when they just let you actually be funny yeah. and, and yourself and not like I'm I'm playing this super hard black guy as opposed to like just being a guy like it, it felt like there's this was just felt like more like him being himself like holding the the, the weird drawing of Lugnus did backwards and saying I think they wrote it in Da Vinci code it's very funny to me. I don't know why. I love that. Uh and and then Carmelo grabs it like you dummy I actually love these two as like an old vaudevillian comedy duo where Trick is the big dumb one and Carmelo is like, you shut up. Like, I think that could be a lot of fun. But anyway, he's like, oh, so they want us to meet them next week at Halloween Havoc at some kind of haunted house. And I love Trick Williams and hearing the haunted house and going, I don't like haunted houses. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, Trick Williams has seen many horror movies and he knows that usually the black gentleman does not fare too well. Correct. So I think that he's, he, at least he understands the tropes, which is good. Which is good. Yeah, I just, uh, it's that thing that if you show Vince you're funny, you can yeah. never go back. That's, that that's makes true. me nervous. And this yeah. is supposed to be a cocky heel duo. But I think Halloween Havoc has always had like a lot of tongue in cheek around it, especially like in these more modern uh, incarnations of it. And it's fun. It's silly. Like there's a wheel involved. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think that there's a little bit of playfulness that that can allow for this. I'm just like, don't you go too far and show Vince you're funny because you can never return in a very Halloween havoc style. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, totally fine with Johnny and Dexter versus Mello and Trick in a sure. in a in a cinematic haunted house match for Halloween Havoc. It'll be fun. It won't, it's not it's not for the title, it's just fun i have a question yeah please can johnny and dexter coexist i i mean they dexter gave him the thumbs up tonight so i'm a, I, i'm i'm assuming but you never know but he's a serial killer and it's halloween havoc yeah so he might he might kill johnny just because he can't help himself because you know he's got the sickness it's true or goldberg shows up and everybody's just trying to kill each other <laughs> Yep. Perfect. Perfect. I am great at this. You're very, I think very I good should at this. Be, yeah, I should be booking. You're very, very good at this. Some, <laughs> so, somebody get Kate the pencil. Um, Fran Chile uh, sends a huge super chat. Thank you so much, Fran. This is amazing. Uh, and says, I haven't watched a single episode of NXT 2.0 yet. Can't get enough of you and Alex's impressions. So I don't feel uh, like uh, I ever have to watch it. <laughs> that is the goal. Yeah. That uh, is the goal. Uh, he, he makes a reference to last night's post-Raw show with Sean and Denise where he says he would like to ask 
if Tony D'Angelo is a butt guy. Hashtag get butt. Oh, and hi, Kate. Uh, Tony D'Angelo actually, personally, I prefer the bazooms. That's just me, though. That's just me. I've always been a bazooms guy. But, uh, you, you know, uh, your mileage may vary. That's all I'll say. For those of you who aren't up to date, butts were the most over thing on the, the Raw post show yesterday because the rest of Raw is so bad at this point mm-hmm. that Sean and Denise got butts over. And let me tell you, I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump in on that post show to moderate. Who? <laughs> Not the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> now, now, the most over thing on Monday night's post show is butts. The most over thing on Tuesday night's post show is bangs. It's true. Someone tweeted at me, butts, bangs, and baseball. <laughs> I was like, if that's not a motto for life, I don't know what perfect. is. Um, perfect. Uh, then some, somebody somebody threw together uh, uh, an Adam Cole uh, remix with bangs in there instead of boom. And it was pretty great. And then I decided I'm going to add to it. So it's, uh, you know, it's all about the bangs. Sour grabs, lady. I love it. That was Good. the lovely um, Jay Shell, who's yes. so nice and so nice. Uh, wonderful to interact with on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. It made my whole day. <laughs> um, uh, the Nerd Guru sent in a super chat saying, not going to lie, when Johnny came out, I nearly shed a tear. The flag bearer of the old NXT, a rebel heart still beating, though he is probably leaving. Uh, yeah, he's de- I think he's definitely leaving. He's so uh, far gone. But, but <laughs> I, I think one of the best things he could do is say, I'm going to put over Carmelo Hayes in a I'm great way up. before I go. Because he he is, uh, Carmelo Hayes, I, I feel like they, they're like, oh, uh, like for some reason, Vince thinks Von Wagner is a future main WrestleMania main eventer. Like that's what he thinks. That's what he wants. He wants that guy. Um, I honestly think that 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 Carmelo Hayes is like a multi multi pay per view main eventer type guy in the future if they don't screw him up. Uh, that's a big if, but I think he's got everything you would want. Um, uh, I don't know if he's going to main event WrestleMania because only only two two maybe three four people do that every year. So you know maybe not, but uh, maybe eight depending on if they want to do two two 15, nights 16, two nights yeah. two fatal four ways uh, depending. Um, but no, I, 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 I think he's, I think he's great. And I think that it would, it would go a long way for, for Johnny to say, no, this guy I'm putting over this guy. I think that would be big. I tweeted this and I'm actually curious as to your thoughts, which involves the greater wrestling landscape. Um, like not everyone can go to AEW, right? So well, or will they like I tweeted, One of three things is going to happen. The indies are going to be lit. ROH, like Sinclair Broadcasting, is going to be like, hey, everybody that came up through our system is on television. Maybe we should put our own product that we own on television. I'm I'm telling you right now, that's the least least likely thing. That's not happening. That's the least likely thing. And the other thing is, is Tony Khan just going to create 17 different shows with all this talent? Like, I don't know... Because not everyone can go there, but like, what, no. Gargano's not going to get signed there? Well, no, Gargano's getting signed there. But as we saw, uh, one of the best wrestlers in the world, Buddy Matthews, is not getting signed there. Yeah. He's, he's going to go to New Japan. But here's the thing about, about Buddy Matthews, uh, or Bud Matt, as Joe Holbert and I like to call him, refer to him. Um, he's from Australia. 
So he gets to live in Australia and yeah. then just jet up to New Japan, to Japan whenever they're going to do stuff. And he gets to live at home. Like that's yeah. a big deal for him. Who's been, been over in the States for forever. Like that's a big deal for him. I, I see why you would make that, that choice. No, not the, 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 the former iconics. Now the I inspiration are, are, are going to be in, in impact for a while, at least for a while. Yeah. We'll see, you know? So like there's, and also there is the forbidden door. I would love That's the idea what, yeah. if that you could move people back and forth from the from all these things. ROH needs to get off their ass and join that shit. Like yeah. I don't think they're they're ever going to be like, hey, Sinclair Broadcasting has not been known for like throwing throwing money at things. Like that's not usually yeah. what they do. So they'd be like, "Oh, can can we'll just, we'll just allow our people to go over there if that's all right. Maybe we'll get some more eyes on our thing that we were that we show on our own website because nobody can find us on TV." Because that's got to be the because like don't you want to see a Bud Matthews? I mean, I want to see Bud Matthews all the time everywhere, but like he has to reconnect with Malachi Black at some point, right? Mm. Like we've got to take no, advantage they, of they've, this. They've, they're doing like a, an indie match in like December or something. Like it's already what? been scheduled. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, they're doing, they're, they've decided we're, we're doing this thing in front of nobody. It's like this small, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know where, I know oh I saw God. it online, but they're, they're planning on having the match. So. I'm so happy. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's the yeah. best news of the night. Now, now would I want that to be to on national that. television? In front of like you know a, a million people watching at home and thousands of people in the arena, yes. But if I get to watch it on YouTube, I'm happy. Independent wrestling is so great right now. <laughs> you can pay twenty dollars and go see everybody that's been on television right now. Yeah. It's bananas. <laughs> Somebody in the chat said, "But Matthews." Ah, let's do uh, that. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, so Valab uh, says that uh, in kayfabe. Indy did grow up in Cleveland, but she gained the accent by watching episodes of Bluey. Uh, that makes sense. Are you? Are you? Are, do you? Do you know Bluey, or is this one of those things where you pretended you? No, you I do Look, I made a Simpsons reference online today to try <laughs> oh, and redeem myself. good for myself. you! Good for you! Everything I know about the Simpsons, I learned through South Park. That's the only problem. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Yeah, Simpsons uh, did it. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I, that is a that is a that is a that is a funny joke. Um, uh, so um, we get a um a, a Malcolm Bivens walking promo uh, that was just so great. I, I hear here, right? here here's here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm doing. He says, "I was doing what I what I the what I'm best at, minding my own business and not getting my ass jumped in the parking lot, which is just great." Can we dissect this line by line because it was perfection? So it's so good. Over the pandemic, the NXT parking lot and the AEW parking lots were the most dangerous places on earth. Felonies just constantly committed there, and I thought that was pandemic specific until there was a kidnapping last week. So good for Malcolm Bivens for being like, I'm going to keep eyes out. I'm going to walk out with security and I'm not going to get my ass kicked in the NXT parking lot. He's a smart man. Yep. And also, yes, this did feel like uh, a West Wing walk and talk promo very much to me. I, I, I also loved that. I mean, you could tell like the way that um, that that 
uh, Roddy is kind of like keyed up at all times. Like he's 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 he always just took like fourteen shots of like pre workout. Like he's always just like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And and you can tell that the two lumbering sacks of flour were not used to walking that slow. Like they walked slow, but not that slow. So they were like I'm walking slowly. But if you go back and watch that promo, um, Ivy Nile is floating toward the camera. You cannot note her body doesn't go up and down as she takes steps. She is just floating, staring straight ahead. Everyone else's eyes are kind of like, I'm not really sure what this promo is. As Malcolm Bivens looks right at the camera and she's just like, mm, she's probably great. trying it's to make great. sure she's still in the frame because she's so much shorter than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, uh, so then. <laughs> So they, yeah. So hey, um, my my boys, the, the Creed brothers, all they do is win, um, but they can't get a title shot. So I guess we're just gonna have to do what everybody else does. Just just take it. And as you now tweeted, there's a fantastic way. Like, listen, um, we're trying to play by the rules, but I like we're just gonna play by your own dumb rules because we're gonna win all of our matches, and we're also gonna do this stupid thing that, that is the only way to get title title matches right here. Do you know how good at this you have so to good. be to point out the fact that winning is supposed to matter and mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter, and not be burying the company that's making yeah. you act this way in a promo? Holy crap, well played, Malcolm Pivens. I thought this was fantastic, and it was yeah. quick. And it, it was just like, we win. I guess mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. All of our frustrations at home are acknowledged. But fine. You know what? I'm just going to take what what's ours anyway. Beautiful. Just yeah. the most beautiful, perfect, simple, quick, in and out promo. He's so damn good at this, Alex. He's so good at this. Yeah, he's 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 great. And then so they have they have a match versus uh, Imperium, which is the first. And 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 uh, Wade Barrett has a great line. Says they've been beating meat puppets, which I think is a really great way of to call the. I, I refer to them as the the jobbiest jobbers that ever job the job. Right. But he's much more efficient. Just calls them meat puppets. Um, that feels more British. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, it, but no, if, if it was me, if it was British, like you Muppets, they always call them Muppets. I don't know why. <laughs> I watch a lot of Guy Ritchie old movie, Guy Ritchie movies. You Muppet. I don't know. Like yes, Kermit the Frog is one of my favorites. I'm not sure is that supposed to be an insult. I love the Muppets. I know Gonzo, the Muppets are great. Uh, have you seen the Haunted Mansion one yet? It's really fun. Um, I, <laughs> what I'm doing. I, I. I <laughs> They have a good match with Imperium, um, and, and it, it's it's very funny because they always say, and honestly, I don't know, like ha, has he even appeared on NXT UK since he lost? But they keep talking about how Walter is is closely watching this Imperium match. Walter has got his eyes on this, and and I always just I need them to like I want to like just like cut to a darkened room with just Walter's hunched over in this small <laughs> chair, watching a tiny little like 1982 black and white no, Austrian no, television. You, don't you know anything? Can we even coexist? If you're going to say that, if you're watching TV during wrestling, you have to watch it sideways. That's only if you're watching it in the same arena. He's watch. He's watching it like in his childhood home in Austria. You know, he's just watching it like, I do not like these Creed brothers. The only Creed I ever fought was Apollo Creed, and I almost killed him. I let my brother Drago kill him instead. But still, I do not like these Creed brothers. 
What are you doing, Marcel, Fabian? Kill them! And then eventually they did, which was which was good, um, only only because of a distraction, which I thought was was not necessary. Um, the, the, Is it Simon Miller who keeps track of how many times the roll up wins matches? It was so, used I think to. I don't. I, I, I don't probably gave up. Does. He probably doesn't have enough time in a day to count how many matches went off of a roll up. But it's like the most dangerous move in wrestling. Here's what bugged me. It was actually a great match, I thought, for the most part. Yeah. And because they're younger, I can almost forgive a distraction because they should be more dumb than a lot of people we see get distracted. Mm -hmm. They are newer. But there was a distraction earlier in the match that he was too smart to let beat him. And I was like, ha, wrestlers are smart, see? And then... (laughs) And then he got distracted and lost on a roll-up anyway. Right. So that's like a little bit more acceptable in a way because I feel like if someone is going to lose on distraction, it should be the greener teams that are younger right. and, and not used to this yet. Um, but also like, well, you just proved you were smart enough to not get distracted and lose earlier in the match. And now you're doing that here. So The new guru says Simon Miller... <laughs> Has a uh, d- uh, counter ropes last year and now has two running counters for distractions and EQs. He's over uh, two, uh, 100 on both. And Bazorkin says Simon has a distraction finish and a surprise roll up counter, the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. <sighs> it must be because you can't kick out of it. Um, yeah, it's 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 rough. It's 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 rough. Um, but they they lose uh, because um, Ikmen Jiro and, and Kushida come out, and I was like, when 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 we when this match started, Creed Brothers versus Imperium, I was like, this is kind of cool. Like we we thought uh, Imperium's definitely getting the title shot. Maybe if the Creed Brothers beat Imperium, it'll be Creed Brothers versus MSK. It but was I was like, kind of cool, Gabagool is what you meant to say. It is what I meant to say. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being there for me That's and, what I'm and here catching for. me, catching me when I make a mistake. It's good. Thank you for your. For I don't want you end up in the trunk. I gotta catch your mistakes. <laughs> That's true. Um. So, so I thought they might do that, and then also I thought at the time, aren't the Creed brothers like involved in a feud with somebody? Oh, never mind. It must not be important if I can't remember it. <laughs> and then Ikmajiro and Kushida run out. And 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 they um and they attack, and the Creed brothers lose, and uh, Kushida and Ikmajiro are 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 happy. Uh, <laughs> later in the night, a scene inexplicably takes place inside a public bathroom. <laughs> There's no reason for the scene to have taken place inside a public bathroom. None. Ikmanjiro sneaks in as Kushida is peeing into a urinal and, and surprises him. And Kushida turns around and if his penis had been out, would, would have been able to see it. It's a very odd thing for, the, for them to have done it this way. He could have surprised him literally anywhere, but said, we, this must be done in a public bathroom. And, and say, I can't wait to team with my hero, Kushida. And Kushida says, yes, we will team together against the Creed brothers. But... I need some of your strong style. Your style strong, whatever. Uh, and 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 Ikujiro's like, what are you talking about? You have your own strong style. Takes Kushida's luggage, 
dumps it all out onto the floor of the public bathroom right underneath the row of urinals. Picks up a jacket that was just laying, I'm sure, in a puddle of urine and puts it on Kushida for him. Then picks up the pair of glasses and puts it on. That's a great way to get eye hepatitis. Let's not do that, people. Why does this have to take place in a public bathroom? Let's not do any of that, all right? That's all I'm saying. So my notes for this, I just checked. I was like, was it here that I said this? Just said, tell me Vince is producing the show without telling me Vince is producing the show. <laughs> this took place in a bathroom. Does this not feel like the most Attitude Era looking bullshit that you've ever seen? Yeah. If if this was 20 years ago, that would be Stone Cold in the same position. And I don't know if somebody interrupted me in a bathroom. Not that I'm at a urinal, but hypothetically, I could imagine the situation. I would not be like, yes, I'm going to tag team with that guy who just interrupted me while I was trying to pee and called me his hero. I would be like, you're a weird stalker. And I hope you get abducted in the NXT parking lot. Weirdos. We so weird. weird. But weird. we did call it that they are going to be a tag team because yeah. they are the same race. Yes. So. Yes. And it, it's it's really weird. Like um Kushida, again, like if if you are of the opinion that Kushida is the best technical wrestler alive, I couldn't argue with you. Sure. You know what I mean? If you were of the opinion he's the best technical wrestler ever, I'd be like. Well, I can see your point. Let's figure out, contrast, and compare who might be along the same line. There'd be a discussion there. There would be a discussion. Sure. Nobody would laugh you out of the building. Right. But according to how he's being presented here, like, like this is what I like. This is like if you see like who, for example, Akira Tozawa was before he came to to w to wwe like he was he was a little sawed off murder machine and he was so amazing and now he's just a comedy ethnic stereotype now i don't think that ikman jiro is a comedy ethnic stereotype but he's definitely a comedy ethnic like there's no way they right. would have a white guy have those jackets and like dance around like it it's a weird thing the way that they do that like that might be his his shtick it's fine but he's being pre presented as only that with no other depth around him. And of course, we can't raise him to the level of Kushida, who's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. We have, to, we have to drop Kushida down, down. to yeah. that level because, because that's funny to Vince, you know? Having the two Japanese guys um, <laughs> like, like, like smile into each other's faces under blue light in a bathroom, by the way... I hope that camera didn't pan around to see what else is highlighted in the black light in a public bathroom because it's crawling all over your face. Just Whoa, think about whatever that is. Gross. It's crawling on your face right now. It's gross. Gross. It's just like even more rude to do that during the G1 tournament. <laughs> like they're probably like, all oh, my friends are doing all this cool stuff. <laughs> this incredible promotion and my go away shirt on um yeah no i i don't i don't think it's like this just is like a good microcosm of what the whole brand is now like what they're doing 
uh, on the main roster with Ali, like that whole storyline would have been so cool to do here. I think like something with that relationship in this context would have been cool or I don't know. Right. Like a young boy situation, like an actual, like, sure. It, it, there's just so many like, other I, things you could do. That would be really that cool happen. if like Kushida like took Igmajiro under his wing and be like, and, and after several months, like all of a sudden he starts wrestling, do it awesome, like float over arm bars and stuff because Kushida has been teaching him how to be a great technical wrestler. Wouldn't that? No, that wouldn't be funny enough no. to Vince and Bruce. Um, and it would actually be, get this, mm-hmm. developmental. <laughs> you could actually develop him through that storyline. Develop him, yeah. <sighs> Stardom Wrestling Fanatic R26 says Emmy Sakura and Lulu Pencil on Twitter are more entertaining than 95% of everything with a WWE logo on it. Can't say I disagree with that. Lulu Pencil asking Eddie Kingston for advice and Eddie Kingston just responding, punch everyone in the face. Not me, but punch everyone in the face was just like the most perfect, so good. amazing it's thing. So good. Bazorkin um, asks, what's the over-under on Zaya avoiding the comedy ethnic label on the main <laughs> roster? Well, I will say she will, for a while, avoid the comedy part of that but she's definitely going to be the ethnic label because she's going to be oh look kung fu woman who only screams in chinese in in you know, like cantonese or whatever like you know like it's mandarin whatever 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 it is like it's like that's what it's that's that's the thing she's going to come out she's going to have the hat you know what hat i'm talking about when vince is going to like yeah, no, costume okay, you, you know what hat i'm talking like vince is like give her the hat and then it's yeah. going to be the hat. She's going to come out and she's going to walk like this, taking very small steps. And she's going to kick people in the face. And that's going to be her entire character. So I don't know. If and it's by the way, funny. that's everyone. I don't know if you guys know this. Seamus is Irish. Yeah. yeah. Drew McIntyre yeah. turns out he's Scottish. Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston, mm-hmm. not Jamaican. <laughs> well, he was, but not anymore. Um. <laughs> so, um, so, so. Uh, Bazorkin also had a, had a, a, a chat while that uh, Ivy Nile was going David Lopan, which I I don't know the reference. Nor do uh, I. When she was floating, I think it. I think it's a. It's like a. It's a. It's a style of cinematography in kung fu movies. If I'm not, I'm just trying to put together a little context clues. Um, uh, and there was a couple other ones about here. Um, two questions. Uh, well, first one. Um, Sean Blanford says the Caucasians of Pain, aka White AOP, should be winning the tag titles at Halloween Havoc, not losing to distraction roll-ups. Just saying. Um, also, didn't MSK come out here and try and, bl- and beat up Imperium at the end of hold this whole thing? Is that is that what oh, happened? Yeah. And then like was that at this point in the show? I guess it would have had to have been, yeah. Right, yeah, because they did the thing. Uh and then the 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 as they're as they're readying for what is one of the most spectacular looking but inefficient moves in the history of wrestling where um where card would nash does does a, a standing moonsault yes. two feet away from the guy and while he's doing the moonsault uh wesley just pushes him so that he <laughs> goes two feet over like just do the moonsault onto somebody while they're doing that move, setting up for it. The crowd is is going into a chant of "You suck, you suck, you suck, you suck." They hate MSK, Why? and I don't know. I don't get it at all. 
They hate MSK. Um, I saw somebody that I follow on Twitter saying is, is because they disrespected Izzy months ago. And I was like, is that what happened? I missed it. If it did, that can't be, that can't be why they hate them. Is it? Izzy works for a different promotion now. Izzy's been corrupted by other people now. Oh God. We'll be here a lot longer than three hours if we go down that road. I can't imagine MSK disrespecting a child. But if somebody in the chat knows what that's about, you can fill us in. Um, I I don't get the MSK hate. I think they're great. I don't like... Like booing them, sure. But there was a vociferous you suck chant. And they don't in in any aspect of this. They don't. None of of them is sucking. It's so weird. I don't oh, get it. Oh right, uh, yes, that's from Big Trouble in Little China. Was that was um, was the the um, David Lopan, which I have not watched in far too long. It's been that's my problem. I'm in my early forties now. I probably haven't seen this since my early twenties. I need to watch Big Trouble in Little China again. I did not recognize the 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 the, the name David Lopan. That's very true. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> then there was a, a a question, two questions, from Shotkid29. First, what is this crowd's problem with MSK? We've covered that. I don't know. No Anybody idea. wants to tell me? If, For example, I don't think any people who actually go to NXT shows watch our show. But if there's somebody magically in the chat who's there and maybe found out through a little sleuthing... What the heck's your problem with MSK? They're not my favorite tag team, but they definitely don't suck. Um, and then second, and more importantly, what does Tony D'Angelo think of haunted houses? Listen, there was this house on my block, right? And there was this dude who lived there, and I swear to God, everybody said that he murdered like five people. Now, I don't I don't know if this is true or not. It happened before I was born, you understand? But I me and a few of my buddies, um uh Lou and uh and Paulie. We went over, we decided that we were going to go in there and see if you could find anything, maybe some paraphernalia or whatever. At that place had cobwebs all over the place. I swear I heard a ghost. There was chain rattling in the attic. Long story, so Lou went down to the basement. We never saw him again. R.I.P. Lou. But anyway, yeah, I don't like haunted houses. I don't like haunted houses. R.I.P. Lou. <clears throat> Gobblegool. Uh, and also to you. Yeah, it also to me. Um, <coughs> and also, Dabagul, and also with you. <laughs> um. So 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 yeah. Um. Um. Okay. Um. I don't even know where to begin. Um. Kyle O'Reilly and and Von Wagner are best friends. They are best friends now, and I don't. I I I I'm 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 I just don't. I'm not seeing it, Kate. So we start this vignette with with Kyle O'Reilly sitting in full mountain biking gear, like he's got all the all the all the little doodads and whatnots. He's got the like the lycra like shirt thing and the and the helmet and the shades and a backpack and he's sitting there waiting at some place i guess we're supposed to meet with 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 von wagner and von wagner shows up in a truck and and kyle says where's your bike 
And Kyle's, and Von Wagner's like, what do you mean bike? Well, we're going, you won't need a bike. And I'm wondering, where did the wires get crossed? Because Kyle obviously thought, like, did, did like, hey, let's meet up in this place and we'll go mountain biking together, says Kyle, texting to Vaughn. And Vaughn's like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll see you there. And and I guess Vaughn's like, I no, I don't have a mountain bike. Can you imagine how weird that would be for Kyle? That I know we were supposed to go mountain biking together to like bond and stuff. But you showed up in your truck without a mountain bike and said, we're not going to need a bike. Leave that here. Let's go run into the forest and I'll pick up a dead tree and we'll run with it on our shoulders. I'll run for it for a while with my shoulder and then I'll give it to you and you can run for it for a while on your shoulder. And then let's let's chop it with an axe and then we'll do some pull-ups on a branch. And and then we're going to take the same axe we chopped up, the, the dead log thing we were carrying. We're going to hit a tree with it. And just leave the axe in the tree to to show the tree who's boss. You understand? Yeah. Next time, next time, tree, we're gonna cut you down. So you better not mess with us. They're gonna bring Dexter Loomis. (laughs) And and um and then like okay, like they're sitting around a campfire, and Vaughn says to Kyle, "You got one one more one more training exercise before you're done." And Kyle's like, oh, man, I'm so tired. And he says, and he pulls out out of a cooler a couple of a couple of tall boys or whatever. He says, he says uh, hey, is that you got you to do some 12 ounce curls. And Kyle says, and I quote, man, you are out there. But that's OK, because I'm out there, too. And then they're like, I think we could, if we can learn how to like, if we can get on the same page, people better watch out. And now they're best friends, I guess. And I don't know what any of this is. I don't know what any of this is, Kate. I don't know what, like, this is a rib on Kyle. This is a rib on Kyle. The whole thing has to be a rib on Kyle. Like, was the axe supposed to be like an axe to grind like i don't know i don't know i wish i had more answers for you this feels not at all like anything kyle o'reilly would be interested in even remotely and quite frankly i do nothing about von wagner so they had a blank slate and kyle o'reilly and they were like this is what we're gonna do and they were like you know what if if my heart was broken by the breakup of the Undisputed Era, the next person I trusted was going to be this guy. What? Are, what? It, it, it is, is the end game like future tag champs? Like, I don't, I don't understand what this, like, what are we doing with this? Like, Kyle O'Reilly challenged for the big title a bunch of times earlier earlier this year and now he's dropped so far down the card the only person that will hang hang out with him is von wagner you know what it is is they seem very different right and can such different people coexist ding, ding, well, ding, ding, ding. Burr, i mean burr, they, burr, burr. They, 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 listen, they, they went out into the woods with an axe. If they couldn't coexist, I don't think, well, both of them would have made it back. You know, um, they're going to be a stable 
with the Brooks and Dunn tag team, and they're just gonna drink beer and go fishing all the time. You're so mad at me for thinking of that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying that 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 it it, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I still, I still don't understand why we're why we're calling him Von Wagner. I don't understand why his name is Von Wagner. Like of all the names you could have come up with, dude, like Von, they've got the Von Wagner to Bron Breaker. But like, no, Bron Brent Breaker, like, is a stupid, stupid name. But like, Von Wagner doesn't make like for the for the character you've created for Bron Breaker, it makes sense. He's just. He's just a dude in a singlet who suplexes people. But he's a Steinerner. <laughs> he he's a he's a Steinerner. His father was a Steinerner, and his father's father was his Steiner. father was a Steiner. Yeah, his father's um, father was a Steinerner. <laughs> <laughs> All of my brothers are Steiners. My uncle Steiner. was a Steiner. All of them. Uh, I'm an expert witness. I'm an expert. I'm an I'm an expert witness for the defense, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. Um, <laughs> oh sorry. man, sorry, everybody. We went I'm off. Not, of a I'm not sorry at all. Not even fun. Like, like, why isn't his name Rick or Dave? I don't understand why his name is why Vaughn. is he like vaguely German or something? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, his name should be Count von Wagner. Like, I don't understand why it's. Like what is what is Vaughn is Vaughn his first name? Is it short for Vonsent? I don't know what what is what is Vaughn short for? Do Donovan? I don't know what is Vonathan. Vonathan. His name is Vonathan Wagner. It was it, it was supposed to be Jonathan, but his mom had really bad handwriting. And somehow the J looked like Vonathan. a V, and that's what it is. It's on my birth certificate. She just Alan gave Vaughn. birth to him. Get, yeah. Cut her some slack. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know why that bothers me the most out of all this, and it doesn't. It's all of it. All of it bothers me. Kyle O'Reilly, like I, I don't like jump ship, dude. Just I think just he's get out of there. Right? No, no, no. But like now, don't wait until your contract is up. Just leave. <laughs> I leave, think him sir. and Johnny Gargano are gonna hug each other and hold hands on the way out like, of there. If, I swear. If like it'd be a really cool thing for like Kyle and Johnny, two guys who got left behind. Like, they're actually doing a whole series of, like, thing with, like, Johnny, who's, like, his wife is home pregnant, his son left for Raw, his daughter's off doing her own thing, he's got nothing, and Kyle's got nobody. Like, imagine if you, the whole story was Kyle and Johnny joining forces, let's see what happens. Like, like that would be really cool. And then they could eventually put over who you want to put over when both their contracts are up and they go their separate ways. Like there's something really cool there. I don't understand. Like, like uh, maybe it's because I think that, um, that of all the people, the major players in the new NXT that Von Wagner has the lowest ceiling. Like, I just don't get what, what he, what he is. Like, I don't understand. He's, he's not, he has zero charisma, like zero. And 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 he's and he's tall, and he's kind of big. He's the builder wrestler. You nailed it when you said that. Like in the video game, he's the builder wrestler. But I also don't know if he has any charisma because this is what we've seen with him. No, out no, no. Of like the you, gate. you, you could you could make this this scene lit, this thing that they filmed. He could have shown some charisma with. Okay. It. 
but they, but they, like, they did none. Like they didn't like not like like he had a chance. He was sitting there. It's like, hey, hey, Kyle, we have just one more training exercise before you're finished. You got to do some twelve ounce curls. Like that was that was that was his big moment. Like he he could have shown any charisma there. He could have been like, all right, I know you're tired. We do got just one more training exercise, buddy. Oh man. So it's true. But don't worry. It's an easy one. You gotta do some 12 ounce curls, bro. Like that could have been fun. You could have done anything with him, but man. It's not great. No. I, <laughs> I don't I I I don't get any of it. This is remember. The, the weird face stroke thing that happened last week, this was that in an entire segment, meaning like, I have no idea what that is or what that was supposed to be. And how, like, and I can't even like adequately criticize it or praise it because I just don't, What what is it? <laughs> Here's a fun little Halloween thing. When you were a kid, did they ever do the like reach in the box and feel what's there? And sure. they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like ground meat, but they'd be like, It's brains. Like Oh, you got you got you got ground meat for brains? We got spaghetti. Spaghetti, jello sometimes. Like you had to reach in the box and identify what it was. And then, this and is then like one of them was gonna the- be like a hand that would grab your ah, hand. Yeah, exactly. This segment was that. Like I reached <laughs> in the box. I don't know. <laughs> you, you you reached into the box and you were like, "Well, I don't, what is this? This is some kind of fabric. It's it's, it's wet. Oh no, it's Kushida's pea-soaked jacket." Oh, Ew, why am I touching that? Yeah. Um, the Nurguru asks uh, us to imagine. How much better the story would be if this was Bivens and Roddy trying to recruit Kyle into the diamond mine. <sighs> Who am I kidding? TK, please save Kyle. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and the Nacho Man, Normie Summers, comes up with a very good idea of what Vaughn is short for. Vontavius. Oh, okay. Montel Vontavius Porter. Perfect. There it is. Yeah, no. I, I somehow I doubt that the whitest man in the history of of, of of being white is named Vontavious, but it's possible. It's possible. It's better than Vaughn. Um uh, okay, before I get into the thing that I that I that I that I hate. <laughs> um we'll we'll do some more super chats about people send super chats and we'll read them. Uh, uh, um, so Charlie Davis says that uh, they played party games with friends tonight, so I missed NXT, but I'm here for hashtag Team Kalex as always. Thank you so much, Charlie Davis. The Nacho Man Normie Summers says, uh, Nacho Man here to guest ref. Thank you. We always need a guest referee. Um, and uh, JK, he's gonna call it right down the middle, right right down the middle. You like all guest referees do, you call them like you see them. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, JK Schwal says, uh, Kate, if dad Jericho passes out drunk on the cruise, can you paint the pain maker look on his face, please? Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> fear and loathing in NYC says this super chat is to make up for the dude who canceled his fightful subscription because of Kate. 
<laughs> Guys. <laughs> Not that any of you wonderful humans would, no. but there are some of you people that have canceled their Fightful subscriptions. And there's like a, you can say why. And somebody just put my name in, which I thought was hilarious. And I think it's hilarious because here's the best part. I don't contribute to Fightful Select in literally any way, shape, or form. Mm. So you can't, that'd be like if you went and canceled Netflix and were like, ah, that Kate Hensler. It's true. You How do, you do, that? you do contribute to both Fightful Select and Netflix in equal measure. It's true. I do. Yeah, no, that's 100% it's both zero. accurate. And yeah. Hulu. Mm -hmm. Throw it out there. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Barkbox, whatever subscription service you want to cancel that I'm not a part of, I'll be your I'll be your scapegoat. Barkbox, spoken <laughs> like a true pet owner slash podcast listener. Barkbox, <laughs> truly. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I'm all out of focus. There we go. Ryan Sullivan uh, says Alex is a Muppets man. Truly, you are the best. Uh, I was raised on the Muppet Show and all the old original Muppet Alex. movies. Um, and the one of honestly, like I will say, one of the saddest days of my young life was finding out Jim Henson died. Like it was like I was I was destroyed. It was like the first celebrity celebrity that like oh. killed that, that really killed me because I was like I wanted to I wanted to grow up and like work for the Muppets. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to do like, do, cause I was like, I, even at, even at a very young age, I was doing all the, all the voices and stuff and trying to like do Kermit the Frog. I was doing all the stuff from the very beginning. That was my, my whole shtick. And I wanted to be in, I wanted to do the Muppets. I wanted to put my hand up Fozzie Bear's ass and be, do the thing, but I wanted to do all that stuff. And, and, and then I was like, well, well now that, now that he's gone, so the real reason that Ryan super chatted that, which he's not plugging himself, which I appreciate, but he has created a whole wrestling federation based around the Muppets. That's good. That's good. I, I want to be, be part great. Of this. I want to be part yeah. of this. Um, the the Nacho Man Normie Summers member super chat for the Fightful main roster says, if Jericho is passed out on the cruise, he's probably already in the paymaker make, uh, makeup. Probably. He's just, <laughs> There's 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 levels of drunkenness that that Jericho goes through, and before passed out is, where's my makeup kit? I'm gonna draw a line down my eye and then across, and this... then I'm gonna do lipstick, but then I'm gonna do like out over here, and I'm the pain maker. And then he goes and he makes pain, like you guys. That's not that far off because I think. They did like his Kiss tribute brand band of quarantine with a K is playing. So he might be there in like Kiss makeup, which is halfway to Paymaker makeup. Yeah, like this isn't that unreasonable. I might get this picture. You might, you might very, very well possibly. Um, uh, so kind of um, uh, <laughs> combining both things of um, um, uh, Jerry Cruz and Muppets. Uh, a jukebox recommendation from uh, from Sean Blanford is Tony D'Angelo listening to Fozzie's Judas for the first time. <laughs> combining Jericho and, and the Muppets perfectly. Um, all right. Uh, uh, reacting to listening to it. All right. Uh, okay. 
beautiful on the inside. I I I don't I can't relate. I'm I'm beautiful on the outside myself. Hey, uh, where's the uh, Judas? Judas, Judas, Judas in your mind? Why won't you? Why? Why is your only your mind, Judas? I understand. Listen, personally, personally, I'm a Jesus guy. I don't know about anybody out there, but this whole Judas thing was. I was raised Catholic. I know all about this whole Judas thing, and I, I, I into it. All right. So you, Mister Mister Jericho, whatever your name is, you keep it. I'm I'm gonna stay here like a good Catholic boy. That's me, Tony D'Angelo Gabagool. Um. <laughs> oh my God, I've opened myself up to too many, too many things. Um. Uh. Um. <clears throat> so, um. Next, we got the Joe Gacy segment this week, and oh, and and I will say, it wasn't in the ring. It wasn't. It wasn't a long ass promo. Him sitting on a chair in the middle of the ring. They did something different, and they are progressing this weird ass storyline between him and Harland. And he didn't do as many of the terrible buzzwords as he has in the past. Like, I'm not saying this is ever going to be good guys. Correct. And next week it could be an all time worst thing, Mm -hmm. but this was the best thing they've done with Joe Gacy so far. Him like, Obviously, at in a prison setting, talk, talking to Harland, who's gone to prison since he tried to choke out um, uh, 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 Joe Gacy last week, and and now they're actually doing something with this relationship. I don't think it's great by any means. I don't even think it's good, but it's progression of a storyline, and I I can't fault them for that, can I? I mean, you could always fault someone for the progression of something that sucks i think but i mean i don't i mean like this is the thing is like we, we obviously it's, it's a it's a it's a meme now but let it play out is all we can do when we have no idea where right. they're going with this thing it makes no sense at all it's so out of left field and off the beaten path that honestly i don't know what to expect from it it's probably only going to end horribly but in the meantime I guess I, all I can do is wait and see. And I, I, uh... I mean, one thing that they won't do that could save this would be to reclaim the idea, like have a a face come in and and say what we're all saying, and then this is like a weird this. So the the segment itself felt like it was a, a, on the footage, like on the the cutting room floor of get out to me or something like it was creepy and well done. And it seems like he's trying to form a cult around this of some sort, which we will see. But the only way to like actually save the angle itself would be to have someone, I think come in and say like, Hey, uh, you are taking this way out of context and misinterpreting it and using it for all the wrong reasons. Uh, Inclusivity is actually a really good thing and blah, blah, blah. They're not going to do that. But that's the only way I could see this actually getting saved. This segment is fine. Gacy is doing the best he can with it. He's great in ring performer. I just, you know, we've said it here. Sean says it all the time. You get to create any show that you want every week. <laughs> this is what they choose. Um, but yeah, in a vacuum, 
this segment was fine. I thought the production on it was like kind of cool, but I also want to know, like, I want to know how he ended up in jail. Like, I know he choked him out, but like, it didn't even happen in the NXT parking lot. And people get kidnapped and don't go to jail. And we we know that they're at the show. And well, they he must have committed a crime them. outside of the campus of the performance center because Where law laws does, exist. Okay. Laws do not exist within the campus of the performance center. Maybe maybe he was like in in, in a nearby county or something. Like we like he ran away really fast last week. So I don't know how far he got before um before before he you know he got caught. Um, I don't know what he what he did. Uh, who knows? Um, uh, but like, I mean, I, they weren't I don't, I, calling I, the like, wrestling ring a safe space. So I'll take he it. did say like maybe maybe the ring isn't as safe a space as I thought. Yeah, it was. that like. Well, that, that's good. That's progress toward a good thing. That so is. is. Is that better? And I mean, uh, like, I honestly, I don't mind the idea of of basically. Um, you know, the, I guess the term for it, I don't, although it, it may be problematic at this point, is Svengali. Like, this guy who, who, like, uses his powers of hypnotism or whatever to tame a wild beast or a big brute or whatever to do whatever he says. And, like, if that's what they're going to do with Gacy, basically, like, sending his golem uh, uh, to go out there and murder people on his behalf... Because he's able to, to 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 make sure that he can tamp down Harlan's baser impulses, and like this guy would just be out there murdering people and throwing his own feces at the wall. But but Joe Gacy has got him to like only do it when Joe Gacy says it's says okay so. to do it. And if that's what you're doing, I'm okay with that in theory. I just don't trust anybody within WWE to tell that story right. Nor that's you. the problem. They haven't yeah. given you a reason to. And once again, I vote he and Goldberg just try and kill each other. But I will say, Harlan seems like the right guy for that. Like, he looks like that guy. And yeah, he, oh yeah. He, he plays that part super well. So him, Dexter Loomis, and Goldberg, and a triple threat for who's going to kill who yeah. is definitely something I could get behind. Yeah. Sean Blanford sends super chat saying, Joe Gacy is banana public Bray Wyatt who watches way too much Fox News. Stay cool, Gabagools. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's, I don't know what they're, what the end game is this with this thing? Like, what are they, what are they trying to, they have no end game. What am I saying? I was just going to say, it's not that I don't know what the end game is. It's that they don't know what the end game is. Just like when they were like, we're going to name this guy Von Wagner and he's going to be an outdoorsman. Like, they don't, this is what happens when you rewrite the show 15 minutes before it's supposed to go yeah. on every week. Like it's just yeah. not good. That's that is true. Um also stay cool, Gabagool, to you as well. Yes. Uh <laughs> and also with you. And, and with your with you. spirit. And yes. <laughs> and with your spirit. That's a good one. Uh yeah. Man, I yeah. Well. We made it though, and you didn't even injure yourself grasping at those straws. I'm that's, proud of you. Yeah, it's good. I didn't need to this time. That was that we made it through, everybody. Um so so now hold on. We, yeah, we got um Core Jade. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Like I don't know fantastic they did this whole thing of like, here's Cora Jade, Cora Jade up next. And they came back from the break and we got the whole Joe Gacy and, and Harlan thing, and then we got uh, uh, Legado de Fantasma come out and cut a promo 
And then we finally got Cora Jade coming out, and I thought somebody had hit the wrong button before they went to commercial. <laughs> like Cora Jade isn't in any of this stuff. I, I was expecting Cora. Is Cora Jade like halfway through the Joe Gacy and Harlan promo? I was like, is is does Cora Jade work at the jail? What's happening? What is what is going on? And so Santos, like he's angry with with Carmelo for taking his title that he was supposed to have. Um, you're a lucky son of a bitch. Um. And, and like me and Lady Luck will find will find you. Uh, Electra Lopez will set the record straight for Legado to Fantasma, and she's gonna talk herself. But Cora Jade comes out and she's got her tiny little skateboard. Um, it's so tiny, it's miniature. It's like, honey, I shrunk the skateboard. And it's like one of um, those finger skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me do a kickflip. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah. Wait, but guess what, Alex? Guess What's what? That? Guess what? Cora Jade has won two matches in a row. Uh-huh. Clean. Uh-huh. Are they, are they building someone through wins and losses? No. Like, victories? No. no okay. No, no, no. Nope. I, I, I can I can go ahead and say no, they're not. Okay. I, don't, I, I, I mean, Cora, if 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 Mandy wins the title next week, she's gonna need people to beat several times before she has a, a true challenger. And one of the people will be Cora Jade. Okay, but she'll you'll never believe she has a chance of winning the match. No. Um uh so that might be the ceiling for her. Like Liv Morgan. Got a title match in NXT against Asuka. She lost it. She lasted 32 seconds. So uh, she's she's improved since then. She lasted a minute longer versus Carmella in the Queen's Crown Tournament. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't, I don't know. JW Pringle says, hi, Kate's mom and dad. Hope you're well. Um, <laughs> but, but like Electra Lopez is really impressive. She's very strong. Throws everybody around the ring, and Cora Jade is small. And Cora Jade, Cora Jade counters out of nowhere and rolls her up for the surprise win. And I don't know. There's a question somebody asked, like, um, did we have two kicks out before the three, but ref counts the pin finishes? I counted one. I, I think that they're mentioning, they're, they're, they're saying it's the, the tag match between the white AOP and, and Imperium. But I, I, that didn't look as screwy to me as this, this looked like the ref, like she didn't count out in time. Like she didn't count in time or she kick out in time. It was a weird finish. Like Electra kicked out right after the three, but like right after the three, right after the three. Yeah. Like, right after the three, not like one, two, three kick out, but like one, two, three kick out. Kick like out. it was like yeah. this, like, um yeah i don't know i don't know what that was that's supposed to is that going to protect electra lopez because she almost kicked out of a roll-up i don't i don't know in a normal world this might set up a feud between the two but we're not in a normal world but they, we're in but but, but she's so pissed about um about <laughs> about losing via roll-up that later backstage 
All of Legado del Fantasma is beating up her small wrestler boyfriend, Trey Baxter. We never even see his face. He's just getting the shit kicked out of him up against up against the garage door. Um, uh, uh, your dad says uh, that, that, yes, <laughs> thanks, Jader. We, we are well. Um, my sister's at my parents, so all three of them are watching. because Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Hello, Hensler family. Um, so, uh, but then, like, Electra just like gets up in Cora's face says, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about the fact that we're beating up your boyfriend? And it feels very much like an 80s movie, like an 80s high school movie, <laughs> like where, where like the jocks are beating up the nerd and the like the like head cheerleader is like, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? It's the just... second time I've referenced South Park, but this is what are we going to do to save the teen center episode completely? Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, it, it seems like they're building to a feud with wins and losses, so I almost want to compliment it. It's not, like, good, but if every if everything was built to feuds with wins and losses, that would be neat, right? What a wonderful world that would be. It's so funny that they're, they're like, it honestly feels like, because while they're beating up Trey Baxter and, and Electra's saying, what are you going to do about it to Cora Jade? <laughs> who just beat her in a wrestling match. Like you throw a punch, Cora Jade. What? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, Oh, I'm not allowed to fight back. Like that was a weird thing. But then uh, Brooks and Dunn show up uh, the, the bar, the bar fight boys. And they get in. Cause if they see people fighting, they have to join in. It's just, it's based. They live in the movie roadhouse. That's just like for their waking second, they just roll out of bed and they're in the movie roadhouse. Um, but they fight, and I think they're I think they're honestly building to a because they 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 brought up uh, Hit Row, and they brought Electra Lopez into the group so they could have a three dudes and one girl counterbalance, yeah, counterbalance. So now I guess like the two the two big brawling Southern boys are going to teach Trey Baxter how to take a punch. Uh, and then he, and then he, so he can stick up and prove to his girl that he's a real man. Uh, and then they're going to have the two of them, the Brooks and Dunn and Trey Baxter and Cora Jade versus Legato del Fantasma. And we're going to get that match four times in six weeks. Okay. I'm going to actually explain why Brooks and Dunn are the smartest tag team in the world. You ready? Their backstory was that at one point they already couldn't coexist and now they can. So the question is answered. So they get to bypass that entire trope, which is like 70% of what creative is doing right now. So they might get released sooner rather than later. But um, yeah, that occurred to me. I was like, they've already answered. Can they coexist question? Cause they started out not being able to coexist and now they can. Well played. You, you you've you've solved it. I, I have, appreciate. It's it. like I said the same thing about Carmella. I was like the I don't care if I lose, I'm still hot gimmick works when wins and losses don't matter and all you do is lose. Like it's actually kind of brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, Volob says Tall Paul Hensler. <laughs> I'm gonna have to explain the legend of Tall Paul to my dad at some point. <laughs> Tall Paul. Tall, Tall Paul. Paul. <laughs> um. Paul White is taller than my dad, just so you guys don't. My dad is tall. He's like in the 6'3". That's height, tall. It's but tall. he's not. not, not How tall, tall is, like 6'10", isn't he, Paul White? 
Well, seven they foot? build him as seven <laughs> two, seven foot two, five hundred pounds, oh, the world's largest athlete. Well, well, it's the big, big show. show. <sighs> so, um, then we got a Champa and Braun Breaker interview. Here's. Um, my angry segment of the night, but I'll let Please. you start. No, 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 no. This is, uh, I'll, 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 I'll hand it over to you for a second. That the only reason Mackenzie Mitchell, the interviewer, is standing there saying, you guys have a tag match tonight, and next week you face each other for the NXT Championship. But tonight, can you coexist? It's the it's like, why are you even, why are you even, if that's your question, why are you even there? Like, yes, we know all of these things. Is like so many things across all WWE programming. It feels like they are they are they are producing, writing, shooting, doing everything for a viewer who has just tuned into the product five seconds ago yeah. for the first time ever. Like allow your audience to be there and like have, have consistently watched your program and know what the hell is going on before you start going. Everybody, there's a wrestling match next week for a championship. A championship is a thing where, like, you don't need to explain it all to us, okay? But please, rant away. Okay, so, first of all, to your point, also, if someone's tuning in the first time, maybe not underestimate the fact that they might just be able to catch up to speed about how good your programming is. Yeah. Like, they know that two guys are probably going to fight if they're tuning in to any wrestling. So you don't even need to pander that much to the new viewers. Uh, so they used the phrase coexist. And they used it in a graphic yesterday. And this coexist thing is not language that they used no. before this week that I can remember. It's language that we've used at Fightful. It's language that other WrestleMania, other WrestleMania, other wrestling media <laughs> mm -hmm. has have been using and beating the drum of because it's tired, it's lazy, it's bad, it's poorly executed creative. Um, and so now they're using it because they think if they acknowledge it, it's funny and clever and okay. Here's what I did like about it. Braun Breaker had the intelligence to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we get it. Like, can we coexist? And he's like, we are going to coexist. And Ciampa, the grizzled veteran that he is, was smart enough to say, yeah, just like you had my back last week? All right, pal, sure. I like what they did with that because it's stupid. But then I saw that WWE tweeted, can they coexist? And I was like, that is, that is insulting. That is insulting to anybody who's following you on social media, any of your fans, it is really, really, excuse my language, really fucking insulting to the performers that you're sending out there to do this crap. It's the same bullshit that they do with every baby face has to be built up through their bad booking, like their sincere bad booking. And it's, it's so insulting when you make a joke out of the fact that week after week, these people who put their like physical health and let's be honest, mental health on the line, you send them out there to do this tired, lazy crap. And you try to have them get it over. 
and you are capable of better. And we've seen you be capable of better. We saw you be capable of better. I don't know, less than a month ago when you put down the, the SmackDown MSG show together. So the fact that you are now like mocking that is so insulting to viewers and like to the performers that you're sending out there to deliver this crap because you're acknowledging now, blatantly acknowledging that you are running tired tropes and bad creative down the throats of people who are capable of so much more and them being capable of so much more isn't something you'll even let them do. They don't get to go out there and deliver their own promos and live up to their potential because you've handcuffed them with crappy tropes and bad writing. And now you're celebrating that. And that is a load of shit that I just cannot stand because this is the same crap that CM Punk was talking about in the pipe bomb. And here we are again. It's just so bad. Like that you would be of disservice and call yourself creative. Let's let's start with having the nerve to call yourself creative when you are relying on the same crap. Week after week after week, you've you've shown you can do better. You actively choose not to. And now you're going out and you're putting those words in your performer's mouth. What a load of crap. I it's it made me so mad, like unreasonably mad. Like, like disproportionately angry for someone who is not working there. But it's it's just so insulting. And all I could think about was like, that's Tommaso fucking Ciampa that you're doing that to. And then you're tweeting this like, LOL, we're so bad at our job. Ugh. Anyway, that's how I felt about that segment. Uh, you, you have you've absolutely within your rights to feel that way. I feel along with it. And your guru asked us to read between the lines. <laughs> Can they coexist with a a capital N, a capital X, and a capital T? Oh no. <laughs> um look, the only thing that I think is a saving grace here that could possibly be the truth. Who do you think runs the Twitter account? Like, like it's not Vince. Like, An yeah. It's somebody who's probably like us, who hates the fact that they're working for this, that is like, oh my God, I got to tweet out the same crap all the time. But now it's the fun show. It's the rainbow show. It's the 2.0 show. Maybe I can get away with on Tuesday nights, poking a little fun at what's going on. It's not like an edict from on high, please mock ourselves in the tweets if it's one person who got in trouble for this and has probably been fired by now for like actually calling attention to like this, this sucks. I know it sucks. I'm really sorry because they did it not once, but twice that it can, they coexist with no punctuation, all lower caps. And then yeah, later they did all caps with a period after each word, but can they coexist? And that is a person who knows this sucks now if it's a person a one person who knows it sucks and says i'm here with you i hate it too i'm gonna get fired it's gonna be the best day of my life when i get fired like if that's <laughs> if that's it then cool but if it is an edict from on high or at least somebody running it through a few back channels to make sure it's okay and they're like yeah we think it's cool for us to make fun of ourselves like when you get the feedback from all of us about your coexist bullshit, when you had three 
coexist tag team matches for Big E and Drew on Raw in three weeks. Two of them against the same tag team of Riggler and Zood. Like, I'm like, you don't need those matches and you don't need them to be coexisting matches. You have Drew poking fun at it on, on social media himself. You, what you're doing is so bad that we are all calling attention to it. You don't get to, as a group, not one person, as a group, say, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We're naughty. We did a coexist again. Ha ha. We're we're trolling you. Look at us. We're bad. Can they coexist? <laughs> like like that. You don't get like when the main event of SmackDown for three weeks in a row finishes with a DQ. Or I'm sorry, a raw. Like that's that's where this started. I saw the end of, of Charlotte and Bianca yesterday. And I was so disappointed because that match got more than 90 seconds. So maybe it was going to mean something. First of all, the booking was stupid. Bianca should have won. You ranted about that on the Slash Sour Grabs. But like, and I know people are tired of Charlotte and think she's overbooked. She gives a lot of women their best matches in this company. And she and Bianca had great, great chemistry and and in-ring work. And then it meant nothing. And like to... I know that wasn't a coexist storyline, but just to see how no, how same, many times it's the tropes they they fall into. Yeah, exactly, and like, and that they just keep they just keep laughing. Like it's like they're laughing at me for tuning in. I get paid to now, but like, it's, imagine it's imagine if during the Bianca and Charlotte match, they tweeted out, "But will there be a clean finish?" Yeah, like. Like yes. if they if they had yes. tweeted that out, Ugh. like like how insulting that would have been. The you know insulted I mean? fan in me sees the insulted <laughs> fan in you. Keep cool, Gabagool. Keep cool, Gabagool. And also with you, exactly. And with um, your spirit. And with your spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> the nerd guru says WWE leaning into the coexist thing via Twitter is like your dad trying to bond with you by learning the floss dance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a one-to-one Wait, comparison, but I totally nerd get guru? it. The nerd guru. Oh my God. Yeah. Brilliant. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Um, did we already do this yet? I think, well, it's not listed here. They did another one of the um of the um <laughs> they did another one of the 
Uh, Duke Hudson mentioned one time in a backstage promo that he likes to play poker. So his entire character oh now God, is that he Alex. plays poker. I I couldn't pay attention. And he is such a natural talker. I could not pay attention because he was dressed like Aladdin. And I know. <laughs> Where was the Miz? Was the Miz in the scene too? He was dressed like Aladdin. And I don't know why I was so fixated on this. Uh, there there was like a, a graphic of of playing cards in the corner of the screen. And they had the letters D-U-K-E on them. And I was like, I could not get over the fact that playing cards don't have letters on them, Alex. I like, was so wrapped up in that. My brain could not get off. The, the K could be a king. A king. But there is there is no there is no duke there is no, no. duke in, in the in in the, there's no you there's no umpire the, I don't have an umpire of hearts no. I don't have an emissary of clubs there's no e there's no d there's no u no. I don't and duke know what that doesn't is. have an ace in it or a no. queen in it or a jack I, in it I don't know Dude. why he's wearing a shiny gold vest and no shirt while playing poker. Why like, is he in the movie Shazam? But, no, but, but there's no, there's no reason for like you, you could like, especially says you have these friggin', you have the fucking Brooks and Dunn that go out there and wrestle in full on, in full like just whatever they. There's so out much of bed, clothing. Drunk, so much street clothing. Like, no gear like, anymore. They staggered home from the bar drunk with a black eye, fell into bed, woke up came to work and that's what they're wearing like why they get to wear street clothes but duke hudson can't while he's playing poker doesn't make any sense to me do you remember my very first episode joining you for sour grabs when i referenced the john Mulaney bit of it's yeah. like a horse it's a horse loose, it's in, the loose in the hospital this is that and the kyle o'reilly segment is that oh boy oh boy uh i i i, I think it was a like, he actually made, like, the, showing him reading his opponents. Like, he bet on the flop, but he checked on the turn. And, like, like okay, you're showing me that, that A, you know what poker is. And, B, this is a guy who's cerebral or whatever. Can we just get him into the ring and, and cut him promos? Can we just get him in a T-shirt? Uh, <laughs> just a T-shirt. Well, honestly, apparently, uh, Knocked Bogan says, hello, my favorite Fievel duo. Have you seen Duke's oh. poker shirt on WWE Shop? It's the best. Most of the 2.0 shirts so far are awful. One note gimmick designs. I have not seen this this this, uh, this t-shirt. have I. I, I. Please check it out for me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. Like, if he's got his own shirt, why isn't he wearing his own shirt? Mm, angry. Angry me. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Valab says, did you know Bret Hart played Genie in a theater production of Aladdin? I did not know this. And then he ends with Keep Cool Gabagool. And um, you. <clears throat> yeah, and also with you. Um, so uh, they did it. They announced a thing. So they're going to have a triple threat women's tag team title match at Halloween Havoc. And um, we're we, we we this tonight. It was one member from each team in the in a triple threat singles match. Sing, singles triples that matches make a lot of sense. But yes, and the winner gets to spin the wheel. 
which makes the deal and figures out what gimmick they're going to have for the match. And Ken Shiro says, uh, commentary going, there's no advantage to spinning the wheel, so this is basically pointless. Hurt on a spiritual level. Like, <laughs> I I missed that comment. So, so did I'm I. Watch, I'm watching the, the thing going like, what is that? What advantage is gained by you being the one to spin the de- spin the wheel? I'll, I'll grant it if they have a list of of possible stipulations, and if you win this match, you get to pick it. Or or how about this? If they have a list, uh, the wheel has all the stuff on it, right? And if you win the match, you get to remove one from the wheel. So it's the one that you don't want yeah. can't be picked. Like or, that, that would be a, a, an advantage. Just you getting to be the person that spins the wheel, that doesn't help or hurt anybody. The wheel is complete. I I sincerely, because I didn't hear that line on commentary either. I was probably still like, why was Duke in, in Aladdin gear and couldn't tune in? Um I I sincerely thought. I missed something like this was such a logic gap. I was like, isn't the wheel completely by chance? And then I was like, Oh, you know what they're going to do? They're going to spin it. And the person who spun it is going to stop it on the thing that they want. And someone's going to not be paying attention. Like it's going to be like a little sneaky heel thing. No, No. I just spun the wheel. Um, so, um, there was, there was no advantage at all. No, we got, we got Io Shirai versus Persia Parada. Versus J.C. Jane. And I did not realize how big Persia Hurata was. She's a very large woman. She is um, a very large woman. Um, and I feel like like you can't tell me that Io Shirai isn't beating these two women every day of the week. In Correct. a triple threat match. And of course she did win, which was good. But um, she only had to beat one of them. Because before the commercial, J.C. Jane attempted a suicide dive and nearly committed suicide. Yeah. Like, like it was not good. No. She she caught all of the middle rope going through it and just went down straight on her face. So bad. So bad. My notes just say, JC, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> because that that was man, there's some things. Not that Enzo Mori was ever like great in the ring, but remember when he took that inside out bump with the vaudevillains? And I was like. Oh, he might really be paralyzed. This did the same thing to me, where I was like, "Oh my god!" Like there was it, a suicide it was... dive that that Sasha did a few years ago. Yes, I, I know what you're talking. I about. I thought she yeah. was dead because she just went like it wasn't one of those things. Like I got caught, my knees hit the thing, and I go down. She went all the way through, and then just like just went, just took a nosedive. Yeah. Nobody caught her, and I was like, "Oh, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Sasha Banks is dead. That's not good." Um. So when they come back from the break, they just say, uh, we had our medical team look at her and she's been re- removed from the match. So I was like, okay, EO, let's see you carry Persia Parada in a singles match that Persia Parada didn't know she was going to be in. Like, yeah. um, cause that's a different thing. Like that's a completely different thing. And now, now we don't have the spots that we worked out in the back where JC is going to come in and break up a pin or whatever. And that, that was actually fairly lengthy. I thought they were going to go to the finish in like I thought so too. Thirty five seconds. Very yeah. I was like, okay, okay, cool, good. Um, but we all knew who was going to win, and I liked. I, I really, I really enjoyed um, 
the giant power bomb that Persia hit on EO. Yes. I thought that really that really helped to like sell her strength and her size. Uh, but we knew EO was going to win, and she did. Um, and then they they spun the wheel, um, and it landed on uh, Scareway to Hell ladder match. Now, this is just going to be a ladder match. So uh, it's just they're they're not there's not going to be any like the the ladder is not going to be scary. No, no, no. Ladders famously go to hell. They go down <laughs> and not up. Ooh, that'd be good if there was like a giant hole in the middle of the ring, and, <gasps> and then and there was for like... ten seconds, Kane pops up and goes, "Sup, guys," and that just goes back down. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yes, I mean that's also a possibility. But what if like there was a hole in the middle of the ring and there was a ladder coming up out of it, and out of it was like orange. And yell and, and red lights and then smoke and everything, and and there was the the NXT Championship was at the bottom, and the, the tag titles were at the bottom, and you had to climb down to get it. But every time it was just like instead of like pushing you off a ladder, it'd be like pulling you up from inside halfway down the oh. hole. That, See, would, that be would be cool. totally different. It's a very Vince Russo type type of match, <laughs> and I'm glad they don't do it. But um, I would I wish they would have uh, the scareway to the hell whatever. Would it would be a ladder match, but like maybe the the ladders are all scary. I don't know. Like, how do you make the ladders scary? Do they have like eyeballs painted on them or whatever? It's just going to be a regular ladder match. Calling it a scareway to hell ladder match doesn't really do anything unless you're actually going to change something about the ladder match. I yeah, I don't. I mean, it's Ooh, kind of true to if, Halloween Havoc because no one knew what a coal miner's glove match was. That's, that's true. What <laughs> if um what if uh at the top. Um, if if you have to not only have to climb to the top to get the belts off, but they're like encased in a cage made of barbed wire or something. Like you have to like reach into it and get all cut up to pull Ooh. the. You like make it really scary. And then there's like rubber bats f flying around like this, like rubber bats, like on a little strings yeah. or little birds, like the Hitchcock movie. I was hoping the stipulation, because EO was obviously going to win, would be doing ridiculous spots from the top rope. With a um, a trash can over your head. <laughs> that should be a stipulation. Yes, it should. It was should. amazing. They had a lot of. They had a lot. The coal miner's glove on a pole match was definitely one of the ones that was on there. In, in insane asylum match was on there. Like I'm now, I'm looking at it and saying, there's two more spins of the wheel that are going to happen next week, for the tag match between MSK and Imperium, and for the 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 women's title match between between Mandy and, and Raquel. Um, is it an Ambrose Asylum? No, it's not. It's an insane asylum. It's very different. It's not, very different. It's not the same thing. No, there's, there's not a plant in there's it. No, there's no, there's no plants. Well, there is a plant, but his name's not Mitch. It's Dave. So this is just his cousin Dave. He needs work. And like the pandemic's been really hard on, on Dave and his family. And so Mitch was like, like, listen, they called they called Mitch. They said Mitch was like, come in. It's like, no, 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 like, like give my give my friend make my cousin Dave a call. Dave. Like it's been really hard on Dave. They so. kept plant hoarding during the pandemic, and then they had to release a bunch of plants, but they resigned Dave. So so EO wins and celebrates as though she's won something. And 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 Wade concluded that it was a mental victory, said Kenshiro. Just winning this. Winning this match will give you momentum going into Halloween Havoc because you know just just imagine uh, how you could think I don't know man. Well, <laughs> you know what? That would have been okay if the story was 
who's getting momentum. The story was you get to spin the wheel and there's no advantage to that. So they went out of their way to create a device that made no sense. If it was, hey, this is just going to be a contest between great wrestlers going into a match next week. We'll see like the, the season veteran pulls out a victory or what, like that would have been fine, but that's not the story that we were told. We were told no. you get to spin this wheel that is completely left up to chance. Yeah. Um, Nerd Guru taking us down memory lane. Shout out to last Halloween Havoc where EO and Candice had an absolute banger ladder match. Not talked about enough, but the spots in that ruled. Yep. They did. Uh, they did. And those uh, two are NXT great. 1.1. Or 1.1. <laughs> no. Uh, 1. Like, uh, it kind of was. 1.0 was like uh, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins and yeah. Big E and Bo Dallas. Like 1.5 was where like Kevin Owens showed up. Like yeah. After after that, it was a completely different thing, and that lasted all the way until two this this thing. Like, because that that was that was the golden age, man. When Kevin so Owens showed up and and tried to murder his best friend Sami Zayn on his first day in the company, and from then on, it's just been banger after banger after banger after banger. And so now it's like, hey, here's some stuff we're doing. It's Look at like, our logo. We got a we got a new logo now. It's slightly off center and lots of colors. Um, so we got another solo Sakai package. It's the same one, I believe. Uh, he's going to be here next week. So they're going to do a debut match. Somebody's going to get a debut match on on the takeover, like they they used to do a, a lot when somebody would like have their first match on a on a takeover. I mean, it's not a takeover, but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Phil Felice has a good, uh, good joke. It's good enough that I'm going to use it, even though it was no super chat. I don't do this, but I'm doing this one. NXT 1.78 had a weird bug where you clip through the ropes. Yeah, they had to patch that one. They had to patch it. They had to, they had to release a patch for that one. That wasn't good. Uh, I hated that one. That was bad. Um, but <laughs> now we get to the biggest thing ever on the show. Tony D'Angelo. Had a match tonight, and it was great. And you are <laughs> never going to be able to forget about it. No, because cause, cause we got um, cause we got it versus Ru Feng. And I don't know what Ru Feng's, like, who that is, but, like, I, okay. I, I'm very, like, listen. Traditionally, uh, the mobster types... Uh, have not been what we, what should we say um, racially sensitive about other groups, and I'm very glad that in his um, in his uh, I I improvisations during the match, we didn't get anything too offensive. Correct. But they absolutely put a mob dude in a match with a karate guy, and just said, "Let's have it." Like it, like it, it was absolutely something out of Street Fighter. Like, here's this guy who's like, hey, normally I'm just a guy who works in the mob, but hey, I'll fight you. And then, like, like now it's like, like it's like Tony D'Angelo versus Ru Feng. Fight! And it's just like, 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 dun -da -da -dun -da 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 -da. like honestly, it was great. It was my, all my Street Fighter 2 fantasies come to life it was perfect. Um, and it was, it was really good. Like, he got to do all of his stuff that he does. And and Ru Feng got to lose. I enjoy his 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 um, finishing move, um, but uh, but they need to give it a name. And my my vote is the forget about it. 
And the reason why they should call his, his finisher the forget about it is because he drops you on your head so hard that you get literal amnesia. Wait, didn't they call it the chef's kiss, though? Or were no, they, they just saying chef's they kiss? They were just chef's kiss because that's the emoji that everyone's using when they talk about him. And they should call it now the, the, the Tony D'Angelo should be the Tony D'Angelo emoji. Okay. I feel like it needs to be called something even more than the forget about it, though. I would just, I would much rather it be called something more stupid and stereotypical than make sense, like what you said. Like, it just needs to be the sleep with the fishes. Yeah, sure. Or, like, the concrete shoes or something. But I I, I wouldn't sneeze at the forget about it. Eh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, 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 um, yeah, it's so good. Um, So, anyway, the thing that happens afterwards is they do a, hey, you just, you just want you just want a match. We're going to have an interview with you, um, and this was magic. Yeah, because the the she comes and is like, uh, congratulations on your victory. He's like, hey, yeah, I did win, didn't I? Uh. And uh, it's like, but um, uh, Last Legends producer Mark um, went missing last week, and nobody's seen him since. Uh, and people are saying that you might know something. So. You know what would you have to, what did you say about that? Like, hey, first of all, I can't believe you asked me this question. What are you a snitch? And I, I wanted so that. much to be like, what are you wearing a wire? Because I want that to be. It's got to build to that though. It's got to build to that. What, what are you? What are you? Some kind of a snitch? When he's sitting on commentary and people are actually wearing yeah. wires, he needs to ask about wires. <laughs> when he he says he says, <laughs> um. How do I how do I know what happened to this guy? Maybe the stunad went on vacation. Oh, and I'm like, he called him a stunad. Like this guy knows everything he's supposed to say and perfectly does it. Like it's he's he's I I can't imagine somebody else playing this part this well. It is absolutely a friggin' comedy gimmick stereotype thing, but you can do that and do it poorly. Yes. Most people do it poorly. Most people do it he really has bad. said, I am committing to this bit 100%. You are asking me to play Tony Soprano, a guy who I've been playing in my head. Yeah. Like, all, all my friends growing up like would, would like say, hey, hey, do the voice. Do the voice. Do Tony Soprano. It's funny. When the guy does the voice, watch him do the voice. And this is the thing he's been doing his whole life. It's obvious. It's not something he just decided to like, hey, I'll give it a shot. This is a character he's been honing, just making his friends pop for years and he gets to do it in nxt and it's so great it's so funny you said that because today i was like oh i think this guy just i went the other way where i think i was like he was just a huge sopranos fan and was like you know what i want to go do that in pro wrestling maybe like that's but like we we had that same thought on the same day (laughs) like i think i it's it's it was ironically over because he was from like three different cities but now he's doing it really well. And so two things. One, please. I thought for sure Lash Legend was going to come distract him and this was going to end up in a roll up. No. For sure. They wouldn't they wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare. They would never. No. Uh and I he just keeps bribing everyone. I love the bribery. Like yeah. he gives oh, her so money hey, now, and- hey, hey, sweetheart, why don't you take this? Go get yourself something nice. And forget about it. Forget about it. Oh God, it's so good. And Uh, I loved it too because he he was offended she would ask the question, and then bribed her. (laughs) 
like I how, loved that. How dare you even ask me this question? It was so um, great. Oh, so good. So so good. So um perfect. uh so um <laughs> first we got from Fact Channel. We have a super chat that just says Gabagool. Gabagool to you as well. And and to you. Um uh Jake Jake Hahn says uh Tony Angelo might be the most over guy in NXT right now, and I'm down with that. How can you not be? Um uh and uh, T5 the Great says, um, it's sad that one company makes you smile and mark out while the other makes you face palm and tear your out your imaginary hair. Tony D'Angelo, take the wheel. Uh <laughs> that's good. Um uh um the nerd guru says that NXT 2.0 should lean into, in, into its ridiculousness and just be a bunch of these insane personas all breaking the fourth wall, led by Tony D as the D-O-N-X-T, the Don NXT. Uh, that's very, very good. Uh, Nacho Man, Normie Summers says, may Gabagool be with you and also with you. Also with you. Um, and, uh, and the nerd guru says his finisher should be the snitches get stitches. Um, that's 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 good too. I, th- I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm in on that. Um, I uh, yeah, I thought this was really it was everything it needed to be. He got a, ch- a chance for him to, for him to talk. His he's got a he's got a thing now. He's trying to get over where he bribes people to get him to shut up. That's that's excellent. He's he's got like he, he's completely sunk into this thing. Like it's it's I don't think it's any. I think for some people. He's a he's a meme wrestler and nobody and they don't actually care. Like it's just like you know it's funny to watch him, but I think a lot of people are going like, no, this is actually a lot of fun. And if, if you could you could figure out a way to like make him take it seriously, if you needed to later and see what happens when like you know oh Biggie can never be champ. He always jokes around. Like this guy could never be anything because look at his weird wacky yeah. gimmick. I honestly have no idea what they could do with him if he ever needed to do that. But don't do that with him at all for the next year. Like the idea of Tony D'Angelo in full Tony D'Angelo deciding, I'm going to go after that North American championship. I'm going to make it the Italian American championship. Like, like I would love that if like he, he completely decided, no, I'm, this is what I guess is what I'm going to do. This is what I do. Why not? What if it's a flag match and it's Italian flags in both corners? Oh, good. That's good. I like that a lot. I um, disagree. I think he should dethrone Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, yeah. before then, I'm saying WrestleMania sure, is, right, yeah, is like got, got so both. far from now. Yeah. That's um, he's, he should win the Royal Rumble. Obviously. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Zach Schemmel says, uh, hey, Kate and Alex and Kate. I, I went to work out rather than watch NXT. Paper night is going well. How would Tony D'Angelo react to something going wrong on this, the day of his daughter's wedding? Hey, why? You come to me with this, this, this thing. Listen, I don't care what's going on. The groom, you say. The groom. He's He's dead? Well, that's terrible. Listen. I know he's got a twin brother. You go find him, put him in a tux, because my daughter is getting married today. I don't care. Get out of here, you stunad gabagool. That's that's something very wrong on on the day of his daughter's wedding. Um, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I really did love this. Uh, It was good. 
it was, it was really it was, good. It was it was not ironically good. It was really it, it was, was really good. Very, very very good. Um, then we get Legal Defense. Five of those. F- five 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 chefs kisses. Five of these. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, it's so funny because I have I I guess I have an an uh, an old operating system or something because when any everybody is sending me those emojis. And it just comes up as a, as, a, as a blank, like a question mark. And so it looks like somebody's sending me five Mario question marks. And that's a different kind. <laughs> that's a different kind of Italian stereotype. <laughs> it's, it's a me, a Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> a plumber. Very that's, different. That's where he'll. Very different. Um, to next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so uh we get legato de fantasma versus uh brooks and dunn briggs and jensen um they're supposed to come out first but then we we go backstage and uh and we see whichever one is the one the one the one of them i don't brooks. know which one was it brooks brooks it's brooks I just and, one. and and brooks brooks is laying there laid out and 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 Dunn is standing over him like, "Are you okay?" And he literally stands up and goes, "Legato!" <laughs> and he gets hit in the back by a chair or something. Uh, and and they walk past them, both of them laid out, and walks walks the ring, coming out to somebody else's music, to Brooks and Dunn's music, and be like, "Hey, we are Legato de Fantasma, and we were just gonna nobody. We they obviously can't recover, but we're gonna hang out in the ring during the okay." And then we get a Legado de Fantasma versus a an injured uh, Brooks and Dunn, uh, and they did when they had their first match against Imperium on the first episode of NXT 2.0. They were wearing gear, right? Like, yeah, everybody's the, not wearing gear except for the, Diamond Mind because Malcolm Bivens right has but standards. It's, it's the first time I've ever noticed the big one. Joe Bob, whatever the hell his name is, um, the he he's uh, wearing like he's wearing a, a like a full on leather vest over a red checkered flannel, um, and and then also like cowboy boots. And the other guy's wearing a a free bird with a bald eagle wearing an American flag bandana uh, t shirt with the, the 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 sleeves cut off. And they're both wearing jeans and like that. Yeah. They're going to uh, go hang out with Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner after the show. And they're going to drink some PBRs, go fishing. Yep. Yeah, they are. Um, no. Uh, Legato. Legato won. Yeah, Legato won. Um, I actually really enjoyed the. I, I don't know if I've ever seen this tag team combo finisher, but it's like. Um, uh, Joaquin Wilde like does one of the like spinny around things that goes into like a into a submission, but holds him in place for like a running uh, kick oh, thing. Yeah. That looked vicious. That really like cool. it was really cool. Uh, basically, like just a fancy way of making sure you're holding him up so he can get take the finisher in the face. But I thought that was um was, that was, was neat. Pretty good. I like that a lot. Um, Legato was really good. Like no, they're they're very good. They're one of those themes I feel is like it's gonna get lost in the shuffle. Because a Hispanic tag team lost in the shuffle in WWE, never. <laughs> that 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 group, man, Legato was great before they added Electra Lopez, and I think she does add a dimension to them. Yes, and agreed. we're still we're just they're still just gonna just 
they if you're gonna call up Hit Row, go ahead and oh, call up too. Legato as well. You can put them on different shows, like they would fulfill two different things. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but they actually seem more ready than Hit Row does to me. Yeah, cer- certainly. Yeah. Wild and Mendoza and Escobar have way more experience yes, than yeah. the trio all combined of the other side. But eh. um, so we get a full video preview for Raquel versus Mandy Rose, where Raquel is riding a motorcycle because she's a badass. Look at her riding a motorcycle. And she likes to ride her motorcycle with her championship thing on on her shoulder and that's what happened honestly that's, i think that's what happened to ria where she lost her tag team title belt. But you should probably you should probably leave that at home or at least in the hotel uh and not in a steakhouse either not just, just don't don't leave it in the steakhouse don't leave that's it in the steakhouse sure. either but but you also should should probably not just drive around with it on your on your shoulder correct and then mandy rose comes out and is like i've been called so many things <laughs> hot sexy a babe a babe gorgeous Stunning, gorgeous, amazing look, looking. Um, dare people call me these names? A smoke show. Um, um, <laughs> don't get called a smoke show, you'll just disappear from television. Look at Scarlet. Um, um, uh, why and, when I'm so hot does that mean I've never had a championship? Um, look at me, look how hot I am, and somehow I've never been champion. How's that even possible? What? But I look um, like this, which means in a wrestling contest, <laughs> I should win. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I honestly think that Mandy Rose has improved so much Agreed. over the years, and this this persona is doing her no favors. To be like, look how hot I am. Why don't you just give me stuff <laughs> like that? That doesn't like you know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like that's not a. But not a, not a best way to like. Again, I, I get it. She's a heel, but whatever. I've been called so many names, and they're all compliments. Uh, I said that I want Raquel to dye her hair blonde and come out and retain the title. Swerve, she, swerve, and and then she's just like, I would love for that sincerely to happen, and then Mandy Rose, uh, goes on, um like a McFoley-esque amnesia situation, like like a Cactus Jack thing, like where she just the, the, loses her mind because a blonde person won and she never needed to dye her hair in the first place. She's completely betrayed by her other two stablemates. She is questioning everything in her life because a blonde person retained the title. That is what I want to happen. It's true. But there is, there is a very cool like not serious but like have would have depth to the story to do a thing remember when she got kicked in the face and said like they broke my face i'm hideous now like if she had actually shown up wearing like a like a mick foley mankind-esque leather mask thing where like everything because she feels hideous or whatever and she wore that and she was like she was losing her mind because she everything she's everything she's been told about who she is is i'm sexy i'm hot i'm sexy i'm hot that's the only thing that is that is important because that's what i've been told this whole time if i don't have that who am i and then remember when cody made everybody wear paper bags over their face 
Yeah. When he was doing the dashing broken face thing, right. they could have done something like that. That would have right. been great. But they would never do something like that with an actual hot woman True. because they think the only reason somebody would be watching a segment with her in it is because she's hot. And that's the problem is they don't ever allow somebody like get any depth with it. But okay. I mean, honestly, like the, the, the segment was really well produced. Like it was, it was well shot. Everything was all, it was well edited. Fine. Like if, if you, if you did not want to see Mandy versus uh, Raquel before, I can't imagine that you were watching this thing and go, well, now, now I'm on board. Like, like it's, it's just, it's a thing. Like the, 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 it's what we're going to see. You know, it was like. going to see. I just don't like, why can't she be hot and something else? Like, why can't she be hot and have said, I'm hot and I made it to the main roster and nobody else here has yet? Why, you know what I mean? Like, why why can't there be something justifiable as to why she should be in a wrestling championship match well, and also hot? You can be both those things, I swear. She, she can't mention that she was on the main roster because then that opens up the response to be, um, well, why are you back down here then? That's um, true, and and that's a problem too because they don't want to uh, they don't want to acknowledge that there's the two things. Like honestly, I would love for there to be both a a kayfabe reason why she just left her tag partner on Raw and came to NXT, and 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 decided to like you know hang out, taunt Frankie Monet a little bit, and then pick up these two strays and decided to start up like a. Uh, Maybe uh, that's the story, though. Dana Brooke wasn't doing me any favors. We weren't getting well, then, tag title shots. I had to come get some new friends. I the, came here to put all these bitches on notice. Like, the, the, do something. The problem with that storyline is is that they were due to get a title, title shot. shot. The last time we saw them on Raw, they had a big brawl with Natty and Tamina backstage, which is obviously leading to them getting a title shot. And then the next Wednesday, the next uh Tuesday, we saw her just pop up on on Raw like on, on NXT. Like, what what is this? Is Dana with her? What's happening? Um, but oh, not God. only do I want to William not, Regal was there. Yeah. <laughs> not only do I want a kayfabe reason for her being here, I want the actual reason. I want like who made the call to send her from Raw to NXT. Why? Why not? Why not Dana? Why not? Why split up Dana? Like, what is like? Because that just that never made any sense to me at all. It's just like, I'd like to know. I know I'm never going to find out, but whatever. Well, they've now split up literally the entire tag team division. So, yeah. Phil Felice says, uh, Gabagool, and also with you, amen. And also with you, amen. 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 Um, so I guess it matters. <clears throat> That no, LA Knight uh, and, and and Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller, both want to host Halloween Havoc because it's a ticket to superstardom on the main roster. Wade Barrett had the nerve to say, because look at Shotzi Blackheart, what a superstar she is on SmackDown now. And I was, she hasn't appeared in literal months what like seriously like this you don't have not wade barrett's best night on a few 
reasons. And actually, sadly, most of the reasons outside of this were that he was being intelligent and pointing out things that wins and losses don't matter. Like, this is a, this is why Becky doesn't work as a heel on the main roster right now, is intelligence wins. People mm-hmm. like smart people. Yeah. Same thing with Wade Barrett trying to be a heel commentator and pointing out the obvious. It doesn't work. This moment, not as best from what you just said. And that, uh, yeah, they brought her up to the main roster. She did like two tag matches with someone that she's no longer a tag partner with and hasn't appeared in literally months. So I, uh, to, to super stardom, uh, a stretch, a stretch, Wade. Yeah. Um, so we get LA Knight versus Grice and Walla. Uh, and LA Knight won. I don't know what to say about this. Like, I don't know what to say about it. Like, it, it, I don't understand why we, we were concerned about who was hosting. Like, you 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 set up an interesting story. I mean, like, maybe not interesting is the right word, but like a storyline between Cameron Grimes and Grayson Waller last week. That was a storyline. Cameron Grimes, like, what? Uh, date naps? What are those? To the swoon. Like, you, 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 we set up a whole thing between them. With Cameron women Grimes of all did, hair colors. Women of all hair colors. Literally all of them. Um, on those apps. On those apps. Um, it's about likes and swipes. Um, so I thought you were going to follow up on that in any way, but Cameron Grimes wasn't on the show. Grayson Waller was doing something different. Like, if you start something, like, you, you, you gave us chapter one. You gave us Cameron Grimes and Grayson Waller meet and become friends, bonding over dating apps, having all of the hair colors. And then chapter two happens what's chapter two there is no chapter two maybe chapter two happens next week if we're lucky now that's halloween havoc maybe we have to wait until like mid-november to get chapter two and by that point everyone's forgotten about chapter one like if you have this thing here's the deal we're going to start cameron grimes grayson waller have a thing that they've bonded over that's the beginning of something you have to know what chapter two is and be willing to commit to doing chapter two the next week and chapter three the next week. And and if you don't do that, then we're just floundering and doing nothing for anybody. My thought that I was rolling my eyes at and didn't want to happen, I now want to happen because it would have made sense. That's how bad it was. I, I was like, oh, who would be a better host than Cameron Grimes? Right, he's gonna come in and he's gonna interfere, and it's either gonna turn into a triple threat or he's gonna be on Grayson Waller's team in some way. When the opportunity and Grayson Waller is gonna turn around and say, "Nah, this is something that's made for a guy like Cameron Grimes," and then you have L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes who already hate each other, like hating each other more, and at least like deepens the story that was there before. No, no, Cameron Grimes, who would be a, a wonderful Halloween Havoc host or at least a contender for it. I actually like LA Knight. I, I'm not mad about him winning this. I just, this isn't like a huge coup. Like, like I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, <laughs> what he, what he gets, what he's gonna do about it. Like, what, who, who cares? Like, like, and honestly, all Shotzi did was like interfere on behalf of of EO, right? And then, um, and then, or no, was that? I don't remember what the hell that was. She was just there. She she howled at the moon a lot. She spun the she wheel. Sure did. She sure that did. That was that was about it. Like she didn't do anything. 
um, there's like, we want to get her on TV. Um, and I guess that's what they want to do with Larry Aloysius. But like, I don't understand what we're like, who cares? Who cares who's hosting the show? You're not going to do anything like, like, you know, I don't know. It just, I, 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 I failed to understand why this was even a thing at all. Like, it, no, especially it, since hosts are appointed in every other thing that they have a host for. Yeah. Um, uh, if, if it was, uh, something like, as you said, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes both hate each other. Right. And, uh, the, you can't do this cause there's no, um, authority figures on the show and certainly not two of them but if like uh, somebody said okay la knight is asked to be the host of the show um so i've said yes and and then william regal some somebody else i don't know who the first person was but william regal says oh well cabin and grimes it came to me and asked me to if you might be able to host the show next week and i said of course cameron you can host the show so i guess They'll be co-hosts, and they have to. They have to figure out a way to co-host exist, yes. and then they could they could host host together. And uh, you know, how about they, could, they could do that. I'll, I'll do you one better. It's Cameron Grimes and Ember, and anytime he wants to throw it to her, he goes to the moon, and Ember Moon takes the wheel. Whatever, it's perfect. And actually, Ember Moon would That's be true. like a perfect like Halloweenish kind of gimmicky thing that would be yeah. fun yeah i'm adorable in my book hey? you really are you <laughs> really 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 are um uh so now we get our big time uh go uh awesome go 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 home uh big time tag team match that everybody wants to see featuring braun breaker and chamaso champa versus the grizzly young veterans versus coexistence. And Tommaso Ciampa winds up being the face in peril. Uh, and every time he gets to the corner, Braun Breaker is taking a smoke <laughs> break. I don't know. He's not there. He's chasing people off, gets pulled off the thing. And finally Ciampa gets over there and says, where the hell have you been? Tags, <laughs> tags in Braun Breaker really hard. And Braun Breaker gets angry and then just crushes people. Uh, uh, he crushes James Drake, poor James Drake. Uh, and it's like, he says, this is going to be you next week. And he hits his, his, his gorilla press into a front slam thing he does. And then that's it. And then they, um, uh, Ciampa starts to believe to go to the back, but then he decides to come back into the ring so they can get a good shot of them you know, yelling at each other from this far away so they can do a video package about it next week. And that's it. Yeah. There was one I mean, spot in that, that I liked where breaker break occur, excuse me for saying that wrong. Sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> break went to take a swing at Champa and Champa timed it so perfectly mm-hmm. the way that he got out of the way. Mm-hmm. So well done. Cause that spot looks real cheesy when you don't time it right. right. Boy, oh boy. Very, very well done uh, from both of them. But this just wasn't necessary, didn't mean anything. And because I saw it 64 times in the past week on other main roster programming, I did not care. But uh, Breaker is good in the ring. And Chapa Papa is, I mean, just one of the best to, to ever do this. I just don't understand where he goes in NXT 2.0. Like, I, I don't know. 
what's next for Tommaso Ciampa? I mean, uh, listen, I'm I'm holding out hope that he wins on uh, Halloween Havoc, and they they let him keep the belt um, for another month before he loses. Like Br- Braun Breaker, like like the story being Braun Breaker is is young and he's the breaking out star. <laughs> right, he's the, he's the breaking he's a breaking out, and he doesn't he doesn't understand uh, all 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 the all the you know ins and outs of being a professional wrestler against somebody who's a who's a ring veteran uh, and and a very smart guy like Champapa and so so he loses the match the first time out because he's because Champa outsmarts him and then they get a rematch because because you have a battle royal and Breaker wins that too and then he gets his title shot versus Champapa this time and this time Champapa tries this tries the same counter to something or a roll up, and Breaker's got his number this time. He did his he did his homework, yeah. and he wins. But Samoa I'm Joe afraid, is going to DQ it, isn't he? I'm I'm afraid that we're going to get no 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 not not even that 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 we're going to get Braun Breaker just just destroying him, like do, pulling pulling a uh, uh, a a Lesnar versus Cena at SummerSlam, just ruining Champapa to prove that NXT 2.0 is really the top thing now. Oh, of course, because we're in brand supremacy season. What am I thinking? NXT yeah. 2.0 versus the old guys. Of course. How foolish of me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's, what I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. Good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't I, know. I, 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 um, so so we get um, TDX eleven thirty eight says <laughs> WWE's booking philosophy is coexistentialism. That's good. You're not I wrong. Like, I like that. Uh, the Nerd Guru says they'll never do the NXT invasion thing again. But if they did, it should be these new people chucking rainbow colored paint on all the red and blues. You know, like the beginning of In Living Color, as Will Washington talks about. I love that idea. Um. No, um, yeah. They don't do the but, things that I like anymore. No, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I. It's one of those. This is one of those things. The the biggest problem I have with all of these is I don't understand why Champa and Breaker Breaker have to have this match at all. Like, no. Like, what is what? What do they get? Like, what if they <laughs> lose the match? What happens? It's not like. Um, it's not like if the Grizzle Young Vets were the tag champs and they sure. said, we're going to put our belts on the line versus you boys. And so both of those guys want the pay bump if they become tag champs. So they would want to win, become tag champs. Can they coexist in order to be tag champs? Can they coexist in order to win a meaningless main event? on a random episode of, of a go home NXT show. Like, I don't, I don't care if they can coexist. It doesn't matter if they can coexist. And there wasn't even a spot where one of them beat up the other one to make them look weak for next week. That's the one thing I thought for sure we would get. Oh, okay. After the match, break occur is going to go beat up Ciampa. So that next week he's weaker going into it and blah, 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 blah. No, that didn't happen either. They didn't even get together to, stop the unstoppable force of diamond mind and have the match be against them to hand them their first loss or attempt to absolutely no stakes here. Absolutely. Completely meaningless main event on a, 
a completely meaningless main event on a go home show to Halloween yeah. Havoc. Yes. Um, so uh, let's see here. Um, a couple more. Um, a couple more um, super chats before we get into the jukebox gauntlet to finish the night because we're it's, done with this thing early somehow. It's There's the wheel of about. impressions. It's the wheel of impressions, and you get to spin it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I get to spin it. Uh, Moxixi, M-O-X-X-I, Moxixi S says, uh, will the cruise be Danhausen's foot in the door, Kate? Well, just from, because I think he's still under contract with ROH, I, I don't think so. And I don't know, man, A AEW right now has a good amount of goofy and I don't think they want to tilt the scales between Everrise and best friends and orange Cassidy and the wingmen. I think you don't want to go too far with that. Like Dan Housen is great in ring of honor. Cause there's just nobody else like him over there. So I'm going to say no for now, for now. We'll see what happens. Fact I love channel, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fact channel also asks, uh, when do we get Gabagool merch? I don't know. I don't, I don't control any of that. But we need to keep cool Gabagool. Somebody did an amazing uh, design yeah. for a keep cool Gabagool shirt. We need that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't control any of that. Wish I did. Uh, Chris Rains says, a perfect evening to spend with Kalex before flying out tomorrow. Can't wait to not coexist with the other cruises wearing my Sour Graps <laughs> shirt. Yes, find please. me, please. Uh, wear, wear the sour grab shirt. That uh, that'll be a way you can find Kate. Because if you're wearing the sour grab shirt, uh, it'll be like, hey, that's a thing. Uh, yes, I do have a sour grab shirt. Uh, it's you can go shop.fivel.com. I have it right here. Look at that awesome thing. We need to get a new one that also features Kate on it. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna we're gonna maybe we'll put your face on like the green grape, like you're kind of I mean, like hanging out right there. Maybe I need to make the, this company money somehow if people are canceling their select subscriptions over me when I don't contribute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, please, please, please go to shop.fifle.com. Buy yourself a shower grab shirt. You can wear it to all your wrestling uh, places. And Cruises. and then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, maybe some people will be like, hey, I hate that guy. He sucks. And you can be like, yeah, yeah, but but I love him anyway. Um, and that'll, no. that'll be fun. Uh, no, I, I, I fully understand. I'm definitely an acquired taste. And, and I, I've always <laughs> wanted to say, I've always said, I want everyone to either love me or hate me. I don't want to be like, yeah, he's all right. Ah, come on. Let's just do it all in baby. Uh, either way. Proper um, heel. <laughs> pro pro that's right. Proper heel. Um, so, uh, we, um, we get here's, here it is. We are going to do the jukebox now. Okay, everybody. Yes. I'm saving one for last because it's going to be uh, a, a big time one. Okay, so uh, Andrew Stadelberger sent in two super chats about the same thing, and I, I'm going to try, but this is not somebody I have in my repertoire. Okay, because Andrew Stadelberger said it's been a long day and I missed the show. Can I ask for an impression of Norm Macdonald ranting on any 2.0 gimmick of choice? And then he sent another super chat in later, basically asking for the same thing. Thank you for sending it. You don't need to send the thing twice. We have it. I, I will get to it. For these impression things, I'll probably save them till the end of the show. Um, but um, uh, I, 
I don't know that I have a Norm McDonald um, uh, impression, um, but I think I might be able to do Norm McDonald doing Burt Reynolds um, from 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 the Celebrity Jeopardy episode. So uh, let's see if I can do. Uh... All right, here we go. So, uh, yeah, uh, Tony Angelo, I think it's funny, funny guy. Uh, got a hat, nice hat, Italian. I'm not Italian, but I like spaghetti. Tony, Tony Angelo, gabagool, it's a funny word, gabagool, <laughs> gabagool, <laughs> funny word. <laughs> um, that's that's as good as I can do. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I love it, and that celebrity Jeopardy episode has Will Ferrell saying something in it that I can like consistently think about when I'm watching WWE programming, which is. There's no way that you can mess this up. Now let's see how you've managed to mess this up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think about that anytime. It's like you have Kevin Owens doing yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, uh, Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds changing his name to Turd Ferguson is the height of comedy. There's, yes. been, there's been no pinnacle reached above that. Um, so here we go. Another one. Here we go. Um, uh, uh, Tyrone Kidd says, I would now would like to hear a Statler and Waldorf impression as a color commentator for NXT if possible. Um, okay, well, I'm just going to do ge- generic old man-ish uh, voices. Here we go. Ah! What's that? Uh, Tony D'Angelo. I knew a Tony D'Angelo one. He was... He was in my unit in the war. You were never in the war. Yes, I was. Uh, it was uh, War of 1812. I'm older than you thought I was. But still, Tony D'Angelo was a good guy. He always used to uh, prepare gabagool for us in the trenches. The trenches? Yeah, in World War One. You said you were in the War of 1812. I meant 1912. Shut up. What? <laughs> I don't know. Guys, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so now we, now we get another one. Uh, how would Tony D'Angelo react to getting a free drink from Kate? Hey, for me, thank you very much. What is this Malibu? What do you think I am? Hey, wait, what do you do? Coconut rum? You think I would drink coconut rum? You, it's, you. Free, it's a free drink. Well, I, 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 coconut though. Hey, what are you doing to me? Gabagool. It's so sweet though, Gabagool. <laughs> and also with you. All right. Um, how would um uh Tony D'Angelo sound um warning Johnny Gargano not to stay in NXT? Hey, Johnny, come here. Come here, Johnny. Listen, I want to talk to you, okay? All I'm saying is it might behoove you to move on because the new generation is taking over, led by yours truly, Tony D'Angelo. And we are gonna we're gonna move all you old timers out. So it's it would be in your best interest if you were to pack a bag. And head out. I'll give you a three-day head start before I send anybody after you, all right? Uh, then we get uh, Tony, uh, Tony D'Angelo has been asked by um, Nerd Guru uh, to 
cut a promo on Goldberg, publicly admitting his intention of murdering Bobby Lashley. Goldberg, what the hell are you doing, you stupid stunard? You're not supposed to come out and say you're going to off a guy. What are you doing? You, you got to keep it on the down low, Billy boy. If there is one thing I can tell you, it's never announce on television that you're going to kill a dude. Because then if he winds up dead, the cops know to come for you. I'm just saying, I had a cousin once. He went on the news and said, I'm going to kill uh, Mikey Francesco from down the way. And then Mikey Francesco fell out of a damn window and they, they put my cousin in jail. Now, we, we busted him out, but he's all right now. But you should never do that, Bill. You can't, however, kidnap people in the parking lot. You can't do that. It's fine. Um, uh, but finally, the last one from Zach Barber. He wants William Regal to rap Gangsta's Paradise. (laughs) This is my favorite part of the show. And this is it, guys. The go home. Um, It's the go home. All right. Um... As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ever, ever crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Maybe treated like a punk. You know that's unheard of. Uh, you better watch how you talking and where you walking, or you and your homies might be lined in chalk. I really hate to trip, but I got a look as they croak. I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G, and the little homies want to be like, on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight. Take it, Tony. Been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise. This is something I know a lot about. Been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise. We keep spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise. Chicago, York, Philly, I miss you. Live spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise. I did not know that William Regal and Arn Anderson had such similar backgrounds. That's true. That's, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And that uh, pistol well, smoke, man. Uh, um, Mark Losper sends <laughs> one last super chat. Hashtag Team Kalex. Hashtag, I need to quit my job. <laughs> Hope y'all had a great show. Well, I don't need you to quit your job unless you really want to. Uh, and we hope you guys had a great show uh, 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 listening to this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's please send, send, uh, send Super Chat. <laughs> Somebody on the Fightful Pro Wrestling handle, definitely not, Sean. So donate Super Chat since I have to issue bonuses for this marathon. They sent, they sent lots of Super Chats in. They did. Yeah, they were really good. My dad about even it. got more. That's true. We I got a huge one out. from from Fran Chile. So we yeah, did. no, thank you so much. It was it was, it was awesome. When um, Fran Chile's name came up, all I could think about was Fragile. <laughs> I know. Fran Chile. <laughs> it must be Italian. Um, uh, Synergy we'll, we'll, people. We'll, yeah, Kate, tell everybody where they can find you. But they can find me on the Jericho cruise, darling, this weekend. <laughs> But normally, on Tuesdays, I'm right here hanging out with Alex. On Wednesdays, I'm at the Mark Order Podcast talking all things All Elite. And on Fridays, I'm hanging out with Sean, who's paying me bonuses for this, uh, talking AW Rampage and SmackDown right after those shows. You can also find me at Kate on Deck IC, tweeting, 
a lot of positive stuff lately, which is wrong because I'm a heel, but I'll switch back over. <laughs> also, you can you can find you on the Jericho Cruise. You can also find me on the Jericho Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, do Fightful Select shows, reviewing Raw a late Monday night and uh, uh, SmackDown usually during the day on Saturday. And uh, I don't like them even as much as I like NXT, which is saying something. But I also uh, review the AEW Dynamite show on Wednesday with Sean Rossap and Robert DeFelice. It's a good time because the wrestling's better. Um, thank you all for being here. Next week for Halloween Havoc is the spooktacular Sour Libration where we're going to maybe be in costume and you guys You're are gonna not going to want in. to miss it. I promise. We have something planned for next week. You are not going to want to miss. So please come back here next week for Halloween Havoc. Thank you so much. Uh, Keep cool, Gabagool. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.